the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh, yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. That's Monday, January 15th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, of course, we'll do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we will find many other things to converse about this afternoon. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then, of course, send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. It may be the catalyst for something that we talk about on the air. That's Real Mobile. 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. On the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 1041 And for those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, Jack sir. is with us, and Mr. Fritz is filling in for Pinkman. Pinkman, uh, from what we heard, broke his foot over the weekend, so we'll get more about that tomorrow. Oh, I'm my. sure he'll be on crutches, if not, if not in a wheelchair. Later in the program, of course, uh, we'll have that bonus round of closest to the pin. A caller will go up against Mr. Fritz, and of course, the uh, it still stands the same. If you beat Fritz in a bonus round of closest to the pin, you'll win that You Matter business card that guarantees you good fortune for the rest of your life. Of course, on the downside, you lose. Bad luck for 24 hours. We'll have Jack's audio file. Lots of audio to go over from the weekend. Let's see. What else do we have today? We've got uh, Monday movie review with Wanzi and Doug. We've got the regular round of closest to the pin. We might shove that to about 540. Mr. Kramer, Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, will come in at 6. We'll talk about who knows what, maybe the law as well. Then we'll find some drive-home music for you the last quarter hour and wrap things up with PPT. So where do we start? Well, of course, who's most likely to get fired? Either the person who hit the wrong button in Hawaii or the defensive back that missed that tackle and uh, allowed uh, (laughs) the Vikings to defeat the Saints. Did you see that? I did. Oh, man, somebody is in hot water. Somebody is in hot water. I mean, I could have. I mean, all you had to do was push him out of bounds. Game over. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was like missed him by a mile. He comes in, puts his shoulder down like he's going to block him and put him out of bounds. And it's like, it's like a wiffle ball. His top priority is whatever happens, don't let him score. Soon as I saw it. Even if he catches it. Soon, Exactly. Soon as I saw it. Goat. (laughs) That's the goat. That's the goat of the weekend, man. It was so, I mean, my God almighty. So it took everybody's mind off uh, this nonsense in Hawaii. 
Oh, that was frightening. Of course, then everybody's thinking, well, I don't know if anybody's really thought about it. I know the news junkie was talking about it. So, you know, you see the the billboards, the whatever, you know, the, the alerts come up. You got 38 minutes before this thing is supposed to hit. What would you do? That's what I was asking. In I think office. I'd do just... five grams of cocaine, then drop some LSD, and then about <laughs> th- th- 37 minutes at 45. I mean, on the serious side, you wonder how many people said, you know, I'm not going to go out in a nuclear blast. I mean, some people might mm. be suicidal. I mean, well, yeah. If not suicidal before, maybe somewhat suicidal after they see that alert. They said, I'm not yeah. going. Here it comes. You know, they were they were right. And all of a sudden there's going to be a, a hydrogen bomb exploded. Yeah, you can't outrun that. So, uh, you know, well, you could go to your bomb shelter, of course, and come out two months later. And what do you face? A nuclear winter and all your neighbors who are alive, they just want all the food that you uh, that you stock. So, I mean, that's a, that's not a win-win situation either. Here's Who's a new got theory. a bomb shelter? I'm still waiting on that. Yeah, well, I would imagine some were built after Kim Jong-un said that, you know, he mm. could reach Hawaii with a with an intercontinental ballistic missile topped with a nuclear device. I yes. would imagine there's some people in Hawaii said, start digging, baby. Yep. Start digging. Now, just a regular missile wouldn't, explode nuclear fallout right just a regular missile will just boom and explode it doesn't necessarily have to have a nuclear component right it's yeah but i don't know whether people are going Mo. yeah what do we know, uh, you know asking. what do you want to do you know we can nuclear not you know, nuclear you know you sit know. around wait for it we'll decide if it's nuclear there's no it's it's over with johnny yep. yes correct <laughs> i mean it's a, yes. it's over with so. yeah 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 now, a uh, uh, conspiracy theorist at Real Mobile 77031, it's our conspiracy theory hotline presented by David Moss Toyota, yeah. says it wasn't the mistake of an operator. However, North Korea hacked our system, oh sent the alert, and now we're covering for it by saying, oh, we just goofed. I like that. I don't believe Do it, you? but I like it the way that sounds. We mourn the passing of uh, Dolores O'Riordan, uh, the uh, singer with the Cranberries, suddenly uh, passed away at the age of, what, 46, 47. That news broke about an hour ago, and uh, nobody's quite sure of the cause of death. And, of course, uh, Keith, ja- Keith Jackson, considered by some to be the greatest collegiate uh, football play-by-play man ever, he passed away at the age of 89. I remember, when was it, 91 when he retired, but they came along and made him an offer he couldn't refuse and mm-hmm. came out of retirement to call, I think, Pac-10 or Pac-12, whatever yeah. it is. West Coast Football, games. West yeah. Coast, yeah. So, I mean, he was oh, absolutely, he absolutely fantastic. Well, he, he retired. they gave him uh, golf reti- clubs, right? He yeah, retired he, from the big scene. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, he did it all. I mean, he did uh, yeah. basketball and football and all that kind of stuff, but he just did that uh, West Coast <laughs> football. So, semi-retired, I suppose, but he passed away, I think, at the age of 89. Correct. An absolutely terrific play-by-play guy. And uh, the lingering question, of course, on this day uh, that we honor the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, uh, Besides thinking about his legacy, of course, as we should, is there any question that uh, Donald Trump is a racist? I think that's pretty much, in my mind at least, it is settled. If you have the belief uh, that race is an inherent and determining factor in a person's or a people's character and their capabilities and um, and uh, rendering some inferior and some superior, then, in fact, you are a racist. I think somewhere along the line, 
who knows why we believe that racists have to just be the George Wallace or, the, you know, the white nationalists mm-hmm. with their Nazi insignia on their side. I mean, if you somewhere along the line just say, well, you know, those people, you know, they're lazy or, you know, just saying, I'm not a racist, but then you're a racist. I mean, if you're one of the, if you're one, I'm not a bigot, but, but you know, those, uh, you know, those blah, blah, blah people there, you're a racist. You're a racist if you say, I'm not a racist, but, you know, those, you know, I'm just saying, you know, those, those people, people. Yep. you're oh, those a people. racist. Mm. And Kay Rollins, good friend of the Phillips File, who heads up the Orlando City Soccer Foundation, which is Orlando City Soccer Soccer's charitable arm, charity arm. Uh, congratulations are in order to Kay Rollins because she was sworn in as a U.S. citizen this past Friday. Took the oath. Oh, lovely. And uh, she is now a bona fide U.S. citizen, so she del- certainly deserves a uh, good old American red, white, and blue welcome and job well done and glad to have you aboard. Mm-hmm. Let's take a little break. We'll come back. Mo's got some news. Plenty of things going on today, whether you want to talk about, uh, you know, Donald Trump and the, and now the argument is, I love this now, these, re- these Republicans, they're parsing words because now they're, some of them are being interviewed, including the Senator Perdue out of Georgia. And uh, Senator Cotton, where is he, out of Kansas? Mm. And uh, so, did uh, you were in that meeting. Did you hear the President of the United States say uh, blank hole? And I said, I don't, rec- I don't recall I that, because recall. now there's a belief that he might have said blank house. <laughs> so if you oh. ask him, did he say blank hole, you can legitimately parse it and say, well, I didn't hear him say that well, word. Exactly. And when in their mind, they said, well, I know what he said. He said blank house. Senator Tom Cotton, he said, I didn't hear him say that about any 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 person, but he didn't rule out country. Right. Whatever. You know, and he went from I don't recall uh, on Friday to now he's coming with that on a Saturday. Senator Purdue from Georgia, the junior senator from Georgia, mm-hmm. he's the one who went from I don't recall to he never said he didn't that. Say it. Yeah. yeah. Right. These are just a bunch of lick spittles. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one oh four point one. He's got the news that he- Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. Uh, I'm loving it. There were prayer breakfasts. There were parades. And people were pontificating about the importance of today, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, the day we remember the civil rights activist. But President Donald Trump, uh, well, sort of ignored his own call for Americans to mark this day with acts of civic work and community service. Instead, he will not partake in any service projects on this federal holiday, which a lot of presidents, including the Trumpster, has designated as a day of service. Instead, today, he golfed down at Mar-a-Lago. I imagine a lot of people did today. I know. Uh, I'm sure that not a lot of people did their day of volunteering or community service or giving back. As we think about Dr. King, the only public schedule released by the White House is the flight that will take him back to Washington this afternoon. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, yep. You know, golf more times than Obama did in eight years. That is correct, sir. I mean, that's just math. Well, maybe, you know, Obama wasn't much of a golfer. But he was criticized. He, he yeah. was criticized yeah. for golfing. He's always criticized by, you know, uh, you, you know, know Sean Hannity and all those fatheads over at Fox. Don't wear the tan suit. Don't wear the tan suit anymore. Tropical weight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the um, Yeah, you got a lot of, yeah, that, did, that, that didn't go over. It wasn't presidential. Tropical weight? No, like the tan, the yeah, tan, tan suit. Oh, no, no, yeah, like, the no, colored. No, no, uh-huh. no, no, no. You don't, you, you, the president's got to be charcoal gray, dark or, blue, dark black. Blue. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you don't wear black unless you're going to a funeral. Yeah, I've seen him in black. Yeah, maybe going to a funeral. Blue. I may. Uh, it could be right. I need to get a charcoal gray suit. Oh, I have a blue one. I there's a Fun. big special blue or blue. Yeah, is it pinstripe or just blue? Pinstripe blue. Yeah, you can stay yeah. with that. Yeah, but. What if you got to go somewhere where More a black solemn. suit is? Yeah. Thank you, solemn. Charcoal gray gets by. You get or, by on more that, More right? formal. You'd be able to pass right. in a charcoal gray suit if it's a black tie event or something. Right. Because yeah. a black suit is strictly formal, right? You don't get a black suit unless you want to you, you you get buried anytime soon. There's no reason <laughs> okay. to go out and buy a black suit. Well, I don't want to get buried Well, don't, don't buy soon. a black suit. Buy okay. charcoal gray, then. Charcoal gray. Yeah, maybe you could have like a little Dark blue pinstripe is a nice formal suit. Even more so to a certain degree than charcoal gray. Really? Yes. So I'm covered? Yes. Can you wear a black blazer? Dark blue, blazer? because dark blue is closer to black than gray is. Can you just wear like a black blazer with charcoal gray pants or no? You can make that work, yeah. right? You could wear a navy blazer with charcoal gray, but if, I don't know about If you're a... under 30. You could wear a blazer with jeans if you wanted to. In but... your case, get to men's warehouse. Oh, boy. Okay. Or that Joseph A. Bank. Oh, yeah, that's it. Them, too. President Ronald Reagan is the one who actually signed the Martin Luther King federal holiday into law in 1983. Uh, It was first observed uh, federally in 1986. Um, And, uh, yeah. So, anyway, that's what today is. There's still some states, Arizona, whatever, still don't uh, recognize. I think so, yes. Um, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arizona back in the early it's 90s. It's a federal right? holiday now. I it mean, is it's... a federal holiday. That means no bank, no mail, no government offices open. I remember when Jesse so Helms was alive, a senator from what, uh, North Carolina? One of the Carolinas, yeah. Yeah, and he was just an ardent segregationist man. He was doing everything in the world to block to, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, come on. Yep. He was, uh... a, he was a horse's ass. The president is spending most of his Martin Luther King Day continuing to beat back accusations of racism for referring to countries in Africa as uh, blank hole countries uh, and rejecting immigration from the African continent and Haiti in favor of immigrants from Norway. Don't you get the idea that some of the cable news networks are really getting off on that word? They're yeah. saying the word strict. <laughs> they're mean, saying, they, our they're just every we, time you turn yeah. around, man, they're just throwing it out there. We can say it more than they can. One of them said, on. uh, our network says we have to say asshole. And then later on said, but the president said, and then they said it straight up. Even the New York Times has printed it out. Oh, sure. Somebody with the resistance movement projected it on the Trump Hotel in D.C., a block or two from the White House. That's a pretty good job, too. It was. It was awesome. <laughs> was and it the New York Post or the Daily News that had oh, the, the front the, page that the, said blank for brains? New York Daily News. <laughs> I think it was the Daily News. The Daily News. And they showed the poop emoji. Yeah. With his hairdo on top of it. Yeah, it was so the poop emoji was also projected on the Trump Hotel as well. Uh, anyway, but this is, uh, yeah, so he is today beating back accusations that he is Whatever. not a racist. It he's reminds- just a bore. I mean, that's Didn't, all. Um, he's, just a, he's just a, 
He has no compassion. He has oh. no empathy. He's just a, he has no class. He's just a bore. Mm. The, um, um, when he says, he said today to some people who were shouting questions, the president said, I am not a racist. And it really reminded me of I am not a crook. When Richard Nixon said, I am not a crook. Well, this one said, I am not a racist. And he sort of had the same tenor in his voice. I am not a racist. Anytime somebody says that, well, I think they are. Because it's, it's usually right. followed. But you but, have to realize but, but, that but, those people yeah. from blah, 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 you know, they're yeah. just not, they don't have the same qualities as uh, we white people. I mean, that's essentially what they're saying. I am, mm. not, yeah, okay, I get I it. I am not a crook. Uh, one of the congresswomen from South Florida will not be attending the first State of the Union address. She's a, a African-American. In a statement issued last night, the Miami Democrat, Frederica Wilson, cited what she called Trump's recent racist and incendiary remarks about Haiti and Africa and some various African nations. She said she has no doubt that the president's speech will be full of innuendo, empty promises and lies. Congresswoman mm. Wilson was involved in a dispute with Trump last year mm. over his call. This is the one who was in the car with the widow. Of one of the four guys in, now I can't, it wasn't, um, it was an African country, wait, it'll come to me in a minute. Um, but he was a fallen soldier. Yeah, was it Niger? Niger, correct. And um, this congresswoman, was. this is the woman from South I Florida. Remember, yeah. She Now, I'm not sure I agree with this. I do not agree with it. You Staying are, home, you are a men, nice. you're a duly elected yeah, I think so. uh, a member of the United States House of Representatives. You have an obligation, I believe. You are representing all the people in your district. You have an obligation to go and be there. I think you want to wear black. You want to wear a pin. You want to wear a something. You want to, yeah. I don't know, whatever you want a to do. A little bit of a look at me, look at me, look at me. Well, she won't be looked at because she's not even there. Well, yeah. No, I mean, she, yeah, but you get the attention that yeah, she's not. Come on. Yeah, she said, I'm not going. Don't play that game. I don't know who else isn't going, but well, not I'm not go. going. Well, you're not invited. How do you know? Well, you're not a congressperson or a Supreme Court justice. I can sit in the gallery, can't I? Oh, there's not many seats there. Maybe I've been invited by you know who. Uh, who? Well, that's none of your business <laughs> well, right now. Who do you know? I know some people. Uh huh. Val Demings, did she invite you? Maybe. She's going. I guess. Yeah. How about Stephanie Murphy? She invite you? Maybe. How about Senator Bill Nelson? A little jealous. Jim, yeah, do you have totally. A plus one? Can I? Can I him if you do? You have what? a plus one for it once ago. <laughs> Jim no. is the plus one. It's not Damn. a wedding. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. But anyway, so that congresswoman isn't going. I haven't heard about our local. That's stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's part of your responsibility. It's the State of the Union. Sit there and listen to what he has to say. Yeah, shut up. And then after it's uh -huh. over, then get out there and talk to the media and talk to your constituents about what you disagree with or what you agree with mm -hmm. and get on with it. Come on. Yeah, that's right. Well, but she says, nope, it's offensive to her and she doesn't want to be any part of it. <laughs> okay. I'm just telling you what she said. Okay. Okay. It's her business, not mine. Yeah, I don't know if you got to see. Well, it's my business. I'm a citizen. It kind of is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, right. We all can have an opinion, yeah. but if you represent the people, show up. I agree. I, uh, I think it's. You know. I think it's juvenile. I think it's. I'm going to take my ball and go home. I don't like what he has mm -hmm. to say. So, you never know. He might say something really nice about you, and you won't be there. Oh. What if he's there? I want to. Where's Congresswoman Wilson? I want to thank Congressman Wilson. She's doing a splendid job. I mean, uh, oh, it's a piss poor Donald Trump oh, impression. Oh, no, but no. you get the idea. Yeah, she's doing a splendid job. Please, can I, please stand. And or Frederica she's Wilson. Not, she's yeah. not there. Oh, nope. All right, let me take a little break. We'll come back. Mo's got to have more news. we got birthdays. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. 
Hey, listen up now. It might not be the Powerball, but the odds of you winning are much better. Listen for the keyword at the top of the hour. Text in and possibly win one thousand dollars wow. let's go ahead and do this back to the news here's mo uh jim today is january 15th martin luther king day this year actually on martin luther king jr's birthday sometimes it doesn't hit it exactly today is the day uh but today is also national fresh squeezed orange juice day, or just juice day fresh squeezed juice day yeah so good. you could fresh squeeze grapefruit you could fresh squeeze orange you could fresh squeeze whatever that's today it's also if you're not a juice person a lot of people are not juice people how about this it shares the day with Strawberry Ice Cream Day. I like strawberry ice cream. Yeah, I do too. That might, it's, it's not top of the list. It's not but seasonal. It doesn't seem like this is an appropriate January 15th day. Strawberry ice cream? No. It's Pocket a, dust strawberry ice cream? No. The ice cream is fresh. chocolate ice cream? It's, it's frozen. frozen. Chocolate's fine. <laughs> Vanilla's fine. Strawberry ice cream seems like a summer refreshing treat. It seems oh, you're like, weird. <laughs> no, I'm not weird. Well, I am weird, but that's that's true. Don't they eat that? Well, tell me other ice creams that are not appropriate. How about uh, mint chocolate Perfect chip? Perfect any time. Why? No, I don't know. Strawberry seems like it's a summer thing. Peach ice cream, strawberry ice cream. Those We're are... not hand cranking it. Where I it's... am. You see, I'm doing this as a pantomime. I'm I'm picturing peach ice cream summer. Strawberry ice cream, I think of what the same. What do you, churn your own butter? I mean, it's just frozen <laughs> ice cream. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know what ice cream is frozen. You don't have to say frozen ice cream. I understand what, what ice cream is. Now, no, why do you ice think it's you frozen? To... You're cranking it. That's yeah. not frozen. Mm. Why do you think it has to be in season if it's frozen? That's why we're pointing out it's frozen. It's How about frozen. a peach pie? Can't eat a peach pie till what? June? Maybe. Uh, no, I think. How pie about tomato is sauce? Can you do that too? You can have any time, of course. Uh, back to the news, if you don't mind. I just yeah, want to tell let's you. Let's get off this topic as quickly as possible. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. All she's right. halfway in that hole and she's giving up the shovel. I am. A female passenger died, Jim, hours after a casino boat caught wildfire yeah. off of uh, the Florida coast. Scary. Forcing her and 50 other passengers. This was sort of a tender, I think, going out to the casino boat or whatever. And something happened. And she the, and 50 other people had to literally jump into the water right. and uh, to their safety. She didn't make it. Mm. The woman died last night, shortly after she arrived at the emergency room. She had gone home after the fire and after she jumped. She had gone home, but then she got really sick um, and ultimately died at the hospital. This was in Port Ritchie. Um, a bunch of people were injured as well. Uh, the Ooh. shuttle boat caught fire about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And that fire, I mean, that went from 0 to 60 in an instant. I mean, I mean it, when I saw the picture, it was some, it was fully engaged or engulfed in flame. Like well, there was a full of gasoline fumes or well, something. the engine and then, problems boom. started it, they think. But as the vessel turned back, they had some engine trouble, so as they were going out to the thing, they turned back knowing they were in a... They, the flames kicked up, people began jumping overboard into hey, shallow hey, water. Hey, Holy smokes! Uh, yeah, some neighbors said they saw smoke and fire, thought the house was on... You know, his house was on fire, then he realized the boat about 100 yards offshore was it. And people, this was in the Gulf, right? This is uh, Port Ritchie is in the Gulf side, correct? Off the west coast yes, of Florida. Correct. Yeah, where this happened. Correct. Mm. Uh, and they said that this shuttle boat takes people in and out to the casino boat, in and out, tendering them back and forth. Yeah. And they said all of a sudden, wow. they, they the, the beautiful sunny day, they scary, shouting and screaming, and people are all, at, oh my word. Yeah. Talking about shouting and screaming and running with arms akimbo, let's go now out to Hawaii, Jim. Now, don't text us. We know what arms akimbo really means, but we've used it for 25 years. Right. 
So we're going to keep going the same and let the dictionary change bent to our you. will. That's it. Yeah. Kind of like literally and figuratively. Wow. They mean the same thing now. Hawaii takes their emergency preparedness very seriously, so seriously, Ooh. that they said they were going to test imagine? their warning to sirens <laughs> that would alert residents to an impending nuclear strike. Well, that was the first of such tests. Uh, and they tried that, but apparently these warning siren tests are not to scare anybody, but they are to keep them sort of aware. Well, this emergency missile alert went out accidentally to everyone in the state on Saturday, causing mass panic, I would yeah, say. Was what, on the radio, on TV, on they had on the, on the digital screens, on the, yeah. on the highways. And it was a push alert on people's phones and tablets and stuff. See, all of a sudden your phone bing bong and you look and you think, oh, it's when are we playing Mahjong? No, it's... Uh, there's an incoming missile. You have two seconds to kiss your ass goodbye. This is not a drill or something. So, so Mahjong has been canceled? Uh, yeah. Everybody was running around crazy yeah. people. What about a two-bam? They would have cor- <laughs> yeah, right. corrected the mistake within 38 minutes sooner, but the guy who accidentally made the mistake, he was hiding in a broom closet. Oh, boy. They said well, he's, gonna, know, he's reassigned. Reassigned. Been fired, right. He's reassigned. Somebody should smack him one. I mean, yeah, him and the guy that missed that tackle. Uh, by a mile in the Saints Viking games. Have you seen it? No. Yeah. Yes. God Almighty. I did he try his best? No. no. Well, he might say well, he tried he, his best. He did. He had an interception earlier in the game. He's a young guy, 21 years old. Marcus Williams. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That Doesn't will matter. go he down. Made a yeah, he made a big. Oh. He, yeah. Boo Jim. He made a boo boo. Almost as bad as a Bill Buckner. Oh, come on. Leave Bill Buckner out of this. No, you're right. Uh. Bill Buckner's is worse. Yeah, but at least Bill Buckner <laughs> had. Uh, you could say I got bad knees. Yeah, but it went through his legs, and it cost him the Whoa. World Series. This was a, only a chance at the, to at advance. The world, at the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. correct. Uh, on Monday, the leaders of the FEMA agency out there say they are suspending the siren test. They're going to put that on hold for a while until they figure out and what's doing Ooh. out there. He's just I mean, uh, in all seriousness, I mean, how many people, you know. The, the, the FCC is criticizing them. Residents and others in Hawaii are criticizing this false alarm system, and... The head of the governor apologized for what he says is the error, but somebody during a routine drill literally hit the wrong button. I don't think it was a butt dial, Jim, but it was almost a butt dial and caused the entire state of Hawaii to go. What was it? Was it a button? And you would think if you had those buttons, Mm -hmm. there ought to be two buttons, you know, on, off, and then you got one. Oh, damn it, a mistake. And you hit that other button, you know, it clears it. It overrides. Yeah, exactly. It's like a delay. It Uh takes two people with keys just to unlock that Terminator arm, you know? Yeah, you need two people uh, down in those missile silos in in order to be able to launch an ICBM, and you got one guy, you know, who's... uh, you know, what? eating his poi or uh, sushi and uh, and inadvertently hits the wrong button. Or even worse, if he is in the can and something is coming in, there's nobody yeah. to push the button. So there ought to be two people at all Correct. times. So one guy to oversee the second guy. And if somebody has to ma- you know, make, you know, they have to go to the bathroom, then somebody is sitting at the desk. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, now what's going <laughs> They are extremely good. concerned. About how people will react to the next emergency I alert. I like the conspiracy theory, though. I like that one a lot. Oh, the Kim Jong Un did pat it on the back to, Yeah, the guy who says it's a the, bit more worrisome, though. Person who says it's the North Koreans that hacked into the system and set it off. Can you imagine? Crazy. No. See that 60 Minutes piece last no. night on the North Koreans? Yes. Yeah. Essentially, the nuclear top nuclear scientist in the United States says they know what they're doing. Well, and they're further ahead than we thought. Yeah. I think that, you know, it gives you pause, certainly, to what do you do if you get such an alert? 
What do you do? You, there's uh, nothing I don't you can know do. What do you do? Uh, what are you going to do? In the case of Hawaii, they yippee, 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 yippee. Yeah. start Ooh. spinning around. I guess, like a Tasmanian <laughs> devil. I don't know what you What are you going to do? People in Hawaii were running to the mountain tunnel that goes you know, across the state in one of the islands because then they thought they would be protected from any... Oh, well, sure. Okay. Yeah, from a hydrogen bomb? Well, no, they didn't think well, it was radiation. nuclear. Shot. They're not thinking that. Th- th- everybody's thinking atomic bomb. Nobody, right. Nobody's sitting there, geez, I just wonder if missile. this is going to be a hydrogen bomb, an atomic bomb, or just, nuclear, a, I don't know, conventional, just, a, uh, yeah, just a, a conventional warhead of some sort. Mm-hmm. Five bucks, it's going to be hydrogen. You're on. <laughs> and it turns out that even though they had practiced emergency sirens, yeah. they never went off. I saw an NBC reporter who was in Hawaii actually talking to, doing a report, a feature story on this emergency system. Oh, can't stand that guy. Jacob somebody? Yeah. yeah. Which one? He's a young guy with glasses. The Jacob uh, guy. Kamaroff yeah. or something Arof. He's a bit too entertainment-like, you know. Is he? Well, he was doing well, a He was the only guy they had there. He was he, doing a report. I saw sent- some videotape, and it didn't seem that people, that many people were, you know, I saw some people running, other people were looking at their phone. Then there was another piece of videotape where people on the beach, and they're just kind of strolling off, picking up their blankets. And that's and- a problem, because there were no sirens. He said he was in the water, getting ready to pack up and go come back to the mainland. And he said they got back, and people were sort of frantic. And he said, what's going on? There was no siren, Jim. Not a siren. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. There was no May Day. There was no nothing. That's what I'm telling you. I think that's a that's a problem. On the other end, if you're gonna have an emergency alert system like a siren, make sure it works. We're gonna be looking at a lot of different things. You know, a lot of people are saying that, and a lot of people are saying that bad things are happening out there. We're gonna be looking at that and many things. things. Yeah. Times is reporting top of the fold story, lead story that Mm. uh, the military, U.S. military, is just gearing up for for a war. For a war. Oh, with North North Korea. I I mean, they're at the highest state of readiness for a war. It's just, it's just waiting for the order. Speaking of, ro- speaking of rockets, a test firing of a rocket that SpaceX calls the most powerful in the world is scheduled for today at Kennedy Space Center. The Falcon Heavy stands on Launchpad 39A. The first stage of it consists of three Falcon 9 rockets joined together, which will generate more than 5 million pounds of thrust at liftoff. Uh, the window for this thing supposedly opens at 4 o'clock and later in the week. Oh, wow. United Launch Alliance plans to launch an Atlas V rocket from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. That second one will carry an Air Force satellite designed to detect missiles for the U.S. military. And that one, the launch window opens at 7.30 on Thursday. Falcon Heavy rocket engine test pushed back to uh, tomorrow. Come on. Really? Oh, well, that's all right. They it's do- an engine test. Yeah, they're doing a countdown. Doing oh, a test. 1,000, well, everything needs to be safe. You know how that goes. Oh, God, that's Over the weekend, it was uh, <laughs> like the OK Corral near Camping World Stadium. Uh, there was a survivor, but there was a shooting at Lorna Doom Park right next to the, um, the old Citrus Bowl. The incident happened over the weekend. One died. The other was injured. Detectives are trying to figure out about what happened all there. And they had that awful murder down in uh, yeah, you Kissimmee. you told me about this. this oh, man, awful. this is... Woman is Sad. she wants a woman, another woman eliminated because what she's she doesn't like the fact that a, a man she's interested in is dating that woman, so she hires two guys to to kill Not this girl. person. Yeah. Well, they wait for uh, they wait for the for the for the person to come out of I, I guess one of the big box stores. Mm-hmm. They picked the wrong they picked the wrong woman. An innocent bystander got killed. Yeah. Then realized they had the wrong woman and then proceeded with killing her anyway. A bunch of dumbasses. Mm. 
Speaking of dumbasses, Channel 9 is reporting. Let me hey, see if yeah. I got it here. Oh, Let me I say they were, I said oh. they're reporting. Uh, there's an investigation of an Orlando Police Department officer, Sergeant... Um, Eduardo Bernal said, or Bernal said, an investigation surrounding Officer Robert Shellhorn is ongoing with no timetable for its completion. And the post on his personal Facebook page, made in the wake of the shooting death of Kissimmee police officers Matthew Baxter and Richard Howard in August, Shellhorn described athletes as thugs and black people as savages. Stop it. Jesus. All right, let's review this. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, is this good on Martin Luther King Day? Really? It's not good at all. Whatever day it is. No. Mm-mm. Hey, I'm about ready to send out this on my Facebook page. You think it's? Uh, by the way, I'm with. Uh, I'm an officer with OPD. You think that this okay. will get me in trouble? Uh, no, yep. <laughs> oh, I've got <laughs> some in- stupid. I've got some inside dirt, courtesy of the Orlando Sentinel, and then we'll get back to some serious news. And that is Danica Patrick, the NASCAR driver. Yeah, dating. Aaron Rodgers. confirmed she's dating Packers oh, QB Aaron Rodgers. Well, News thanks Junkie for had that last week. Oh, well, it's in the paper today, tomorrow. Did they have the Danica <laughs> Patrick yoga poses? No. I bet that's a juicy one. Uh, Monsters. Actually, Angel All had right. it because Angel's heart was broken because he and Danica oh. had a, a, a little thing. A thing? Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, they had a moment. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, there's a series of, fo- series of photos. I don't know if she's on Aaron Rodgers' boat or whatever yet. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one of those people that can stand on her head or stand on her... I really? Mean, Do with that really? three-pointed yeah, stand-up thing? She's like 5'2", right? I think she's tinier than that or yeah. smaller than that. She's a little bit of a thing. She was about half the size of Angel. Angel's nine well, feet tall. Well, that would tall. mean she's... Four what? feet five. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a little taller than Mo. Hey. Parts of Puerto Rico remain without power three months after Hurricane Maria. That's why more than 100 Duke Energy workers have left for the island... Over the weekend, we'll be using bucket trucks, equipment, and supplies. Duke has already shipped over to Puerto Rico. They will be working to help, hopefully rebuild the power grid. Disaster. And restore electricity along with personnel from the Puerto Rico Electric Power Authority, nice work, FEMA, Trump. and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. A spectacular job helping those people in Puerto Rico. Maybe you can throw out more paper towels. Oh, boy. Yeah. Catch! Oh, that lobbying of paper towels will always stick Rick with Rick Scott me. is freaking out. What? Why? Oh, because he's saying I got three hundred thousand people from Puerto Rico mm-hmm. that have moved into the Sunshine State in the past two months, and they're going to vote Democrat. They're not voting Republican. Mm-mm. That's a good point. And he uh, wants to be in the U.S. Senate. Uh, yeah. President Trump is not sure Democrats want to make a deal on DACA. Speaking to reporters, he said Republicans are ready, willing, and able to make a deal on the program DACA, which protects immigrants who were brought to the U.S. as kids. However, he said it's the Democrats who don't want to make a deal and aren't interested in border security. No, it's his deal. He says uh, he, he, as long as he gets some kind of wall. The question is, just do a DACA deal. Just do it. Make it a clean DACA deal. Not exactly. I need my wall. Don't, Sign here. Don't mush the, the wall into this thing. DACA is a sticking point in ongoing budget negotiations. And if they don't reach something by Friday, that'll trigger a government shutdown. So they have four days to go. Trump says he doesn't know if there will be a shutdown, but he blames it on the Democrats. But it's a Republican House, a Republican Congress, and a Republican executive. They better get back to Washington. So somebody, no, well. (laughs) Otherwise, how is he going to get back? He's golfing. Take Amtrak? How do you get back? No, I'm sure they will. Sir, we can't. uh, They will staff Air Force One, I think. Oh, I don't don't know about that. Oh, sure. Why does he get to fly? Because he's a president. What do you mean, why? Of course. No, no, he'll get to fly. Well, I don't know if he'll get to fly. Might have to take commercial. We talked about the South Florida Democrat who doesn't want to go to the State of the Union. Well, more people in the last couple minutes 
have said they'll skip the State of the Union. Here we it's got ridiculous. some some more names. Come on. What? Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, she joins the, this Frederica Wilson from Florida joins Democrats Maxine Waters of California, John Lewis of Georgia, Earl Blumenauer of Oregon, in announcing their intentions to miss the address. Now we're up to four. We'll see about the Congressional Black Caucus, but that's, you know, that's a dozen or so people. So we'll see how that works. But they All say you do this- is fit into a narrative of racists. They, you know, there they go, you know, those people. Those black people. Uh, they say that the president's recent racist remarks about Haiti or other African nations is just so disgusting, they cannot sit there in good faith and and look at his face. They just can't do it. I'm just well, reading I'm sorry. what they said. You I, know, I think it's not you're right. You're a duly but... elected uh, representative in the, in the House of Representatives. Right. And believe it or not, you represent Republicans as well, re- represent independents, and no party affiliation. It's your obligation. I, I happen to agree with that. Jim, uh, enough oh. with the news. Texters want to know what's happening on I-4. They're not moving near, near Disney. Okay. I have no idea. Oh, come on, man. We'll try to find out. <laughs> And I thought we had finally gotten to the end of the bucket of grossness when it comes to sexual misconduct and allegations of, of sexual innuendo. And Who now? Oh, yeah, that's over with. Wait a minute. It's either the per- <laughs> what, what do you mean? Worse Perf. person-wise or worse? No, another person that I, I mean, really... I the, the what they engaged in. No. Because that Louis C.K. thing, man. Take I it out. You know, him and uh, Kevin yeah. Spacey. They, you know, because he was... And Weinstein. Know, Hi, can I take it out? No, you can't take it out. Like, well, what? Weinstein was worse. Ugh, let me take Louis a shower. C.K. Louis C.K. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's wrong, but he didn't come in contact with anyone that you know, right? Of. Allegedly, reported. allegedly, it was in the yeah. hotel space room. Of, in more, the view. I think it's more grouping. You either have Weinstein, Louis C.K., and Kevin Spacey, and kind of in a group over here, as opposed to an Al Franken, you know, over here. A little different. Well, this time it's another comedian. Who? It's Aziz Ansari. Oh, well, oh, not him. And it what? bums me out because he's one of my favorite comedians. He has now responded to this claim of sexual misconduct by an anonymous woman uh, identified as a 23-year-old photographer based in Brooklyn, said she crossed the paths with Aziz at the 2017 Emmys last year where she gave him her number at his request Yeah, because he won that night for comedy series writing and whatever. So after a week of texting back and forth, he asked her out on a date. That ended with her in tears and feeling violated, which she actually told him the next day. And he said he took her words to heart at the time. He reached out to her privately. He took some time to process it, what she had said, and said he continues to support anti-sexual assault and harassment movements like Me Too and Time's Up and all that. So the woman goes on to say they met at the apartment. They went to a, a restaurant or whatever. And she went up to his apartment and complimented his countertops and said, you know, he made some kind of comment like, how about you hop up there on that counter and take a seat? And, you know, then was getting rather frisky. And she said she felt uncomfortable. And, uh, yeah, Jesus. so she she left. So that was awful. Um, and so Aziz said he didn't, you know, she was super uneasy. There was altogether too much going on. And while it, she may have seemed okay when she left, she was not. And Aziz now has to do all manner of apology and I don't know if his career is over or what, nah. but, you know, some of these others we were talking in the office, whose career is over, whose career is not. Spacey, I think, is over with. Oh, yeah. Well, Weinstein, we know, is over. Uh, Louis C.K., I think his career is, I think it's over with. Yeah. yeah. Not so, that he won't be involved somehow in some ancillary way in show business or something. Uh-huh. But, Jim? Yeah, over. I don't know about it. Phillips Aziz. File cub reporters either. coming in. Oh, yes. The, the tips are coming in and... and 
Can they come in in groves? No, droves. Droves? Yeah. A grove of droves of mm-hmm. tips. Mm-hmm. Car fire eastbound after 536 Ooh. on all four lanes of I-4 block oh. down there. Oh, okay. Getting close to rush hour. It's oh, going to be a nice some, uh, happy, happy birthday today to Pitbull. Sexy oh, beaches. That was your droves of tips. Uh, 43. Hotels. 43. How old? 40? I'll go 43. Everyone's favorite grandfather. What? Pitbull? I have no idea. He is, uh, I'm going to say he's 39. Oh, please. 41. Uh, Fritz, 37. Oh! Happy, happy oh, wow. Good job, Fritz. Uh-huh. Who invited you? Oh, boy. You Drew. Damn it! <laughs> NFL quarterback Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Oh, Drew he's not Brees. having a good birthday. No. <laughs> Sucker. I'm, uh, oh. He's 34. Actually, I was rooting he's, for the uh, 30. Um, I don't know, 32? What'd you say? 34. You're high, right? Yeah. Yes. 39, you get another point. Yeah. Drew Brees is 39 years old. How do I listen to you guys? Damn it. Come on, let's go. Chad Lowe, brother of Rob Lowe, also in Pretty Little Liars ER, Melrose Place. You know who it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chad Lowe. 52. 47. Okay, you guys are too low. 50. On the dot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I did that. Ah, and that's oh. the Lottie Dodd. Just call me Moira. Bonus round of closest to the pin is right around the corner. One of uh, you lucky callers will open up the lines. Fritz will pick one of you at random. You will play against Fritz in that bonus round. If you win, good luck, good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose, oh, bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away. On Real Radio 104.1. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, time for that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Pinkman's not here today he reportedly broke his foot over the weekend so mr fritz is filling in for pinkman same thing though uh his name is bain bain is on the line he will play against mr fritz in this bonus round of closest to the pin same thing no uh, no handicap though for fritz that's the way it is he's handicapped enough all right fritz if you'll head to the soundproof booth and i'll bring uh, bain up on the line and we'll get this underway bain how are you today Good, sir. How are you? Not bad. Thank you very much. I have 10 questions for you today. You know, if you beat Fritz, you get that You Matter business card that guarantees you good fortune for the rest of your life. Uh, You also know you lose. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. 10 questions. They're all interconnected. Don't worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. Are you ready, Bane? Yes, sir. Let's All right. It. It's pain with a P. All right. Oh, pain. God bless. That happens to us sometimes. <laughs> It happens to us all the damn time. Here we go. Countdown for pain. In three, two, one, go. Pain, the word hole, has been tossed around a lot over the past few days, but what's the population of Woods Hole, Massachusetts? Uh, 786. How old is golfer Tiger Woods? Oh, he is 48. The Detroit Tigers baseball team was founded in what year? 1960. The character Thomas Magnum, played by actor Tom Selleck on the TV show Magnum P.I., was a Detroit Tigers fan. How tall is Tom Selleck? He's about 5'2". What? Do that again. Come on, man. Tom Selleck. Uh, Tom Selleck. Um, 
510. Selleck starred in the hit movie Three Men and a Baby that was released in what year? Uh, repeat that. Tom Selleck starred in the hit movie Three Men and a Baby that was released in what year? Ooh, 2000 and 2000. The Three Musketeers is a historical novel written by Alexander Dumas in what year? Uh, 1990. The Three Musketeers candy bar was introduced to the marketplace in what year? 2001. Actor John Candy died in what year? Ooh, uh, 2007. John Candy played Dean Andrews in the Oliver Stone movie JFK that was released in what year? Uh, 1991. Get it within 30, you went outright. If John Candy was a crow in his hometown of Toronto... You would have to fly how many miles to reach Montreal? Uh, 900. Time. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, did you say time? Yeah. I'll are, stop it. A couple of repeats there. That's all. <laughs> I don't all think right. time will be a factor. Crash on I-4 in Orange County. Jim Snarl's traffic for miles. News Junkie had that last week. No, 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 no. Fritz, I have 10 questions for you. Okie dokie. All interconnected. Just answer to the best of your ability. Okay? I will try. Yep. There we go. In three, for Fritz. in three, two, one, begin. Fritz, the word hole has been tossed around a lot over the past few days. What's the population of Woods Hole, Massachusetts? Uh, 23,000. How old is golfer Tiger Woods? He is 32. The Detroit Tigers baseball team was founded in what year? Detroit Tigers. Uh, 1908. The character Thomas Magnum, played by actor Tom Selleck on the TV show Magnum P.I., was a Detroit Tigers fan. How tall is Tom Selleck? 6'4". Selleck starred in the hit movie Three Men and a Baby that was released in what year? 1990. The Three Musketeers is a historical novel written by Alexander Dumas in what year? Uh, 1872. The Three Musketeers candy bar was introduced to the marketplace in what year? 1933. Actor John Candy died in what year? 1993. John Candy played Dean Andrews in the Oliver Stone movie JFK that was released in what year? 1991. Get it within 30, you went outright. If John Candy was a crow in his hometown of Toronto, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Montreal? Oh, God. Uh, uh, 2,800. Okay, oh, time. My word. There we go. All right, let's see what we have here. Oof. Oh, by the way, there was a player change there, Fritz. We got rid of Bane, and you're playing against Payne. Oh, I was thinking of Vancouver. Damn it. Oh, last rats. Question. It's all right. Oh, he's still haranguing over that last the question. The word hole has been tossed around. What's the population of Woods Hole, Massachusetts? Payne said. 786. And Fritz. 23,000. 850. No way. Oh, Payne gets that, yeah. How old is golfer Tiger Woods? Payne said. 48 years old. And Fritz. 32. 42. It's Payne. Yeah, indeed. The Detroit Tigers baseball team founded in what year? Payne said. 1960. And Fritz. 1908. 1901. Ooh, Fritz is on the board, yeah. How tall is actor Tom Selleck? Payne said. After we insisted he change his answer, he said 5'10". And Fritz. 6-4. Right on the money, 6-4. There nice. it is. Now he's in the lead. You deserve that one, Fritz. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I gave the guy a second shot on that. He said 5-2. And he's like, like, come on. Even I grabbed him. Come on. Come on. Seri- that's Lay him right. down, he's 5-2. What did he go to, 5-10, 5-11 or something? Yeah, 5-10. Tom Selleck. <laughs> he's giant. Selleck started the movie Three Men and a Baby that was released in what year? Payne said. 2000. And Fritz. 90. 
1987. There you go, Fritz. Three Musketeers, a historical novel written in what year, Payne said? Uh, 1990, Jim. And Fritz? 1872. 1844. There you go, Fritz. Four to go. The Three Musketeers candy bar introduced to the marketplace in what year? Payne said. 2001. Come on, Payne. (laughs) Fritz said. We were so agitated with him. 1933. Off by one, 1932. Wow. Wait. Come on, Payne. It all comes down to the last one. It's six to two. Payne can still win this. Actor John Candy died in what year? Payne said. 2007. (sighs) Fritz. 93. Off by one, 1994. 1994. You have seven. He has two. John Candy played Dean Andrews in the Oliver Stone movie JFK that was released in what year? Payne said. They both said 91. Right on the money, 1991. All right, so now Payne had a moment of clarity. Oh, God. And now he has four, and Fritz has nine. Get it within 30. You went outright. Within 30. Come on, Payne. If John Candy was a crow in his hometown of Toronto, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Montreal, Quebec? That's what we like to say. If oh, we're, Quebec, yeah. We're up that mm-hmm. way. Quebec, not Quebec. Oh, boy. Payne said. He said the difference between Toronto and Quebec is 900 miles. What? And Fritz said. Oh, we boy. thought that was bad. Yep. And then we heard Fritz, who said 2,800 miles. What? No, John Candy would have to fly 314 miles. Well, Payne gets it, but not enough. Fritz wins the game, Jim. And thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts Disappointing. Horseshoes. What? Should have played against Bane instead. Oh. And closest to the Jeez. pin. Mo, what's my pin, record? It is two wins and one loss. All right. You're batting 666. 667, I think they rounded up. All right, listen. <laughs> Sorry. Good job, Fritz. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I think you might have beaten Pinkman if you had gone against him. So what's the deal? He did a Dick Van Dyke. He tripped over a settee or something. Yeah, an, an ottoman. ottoman. An ottoman, And then, boom, he went ass over elbow from what we understand. Yeah, but as I remember, Dick Van Dyke stood up. Landed right up, yeah. Yeah, he didn't break his foot. They changed it. In the beginning of Dick Van Dyke, it was the beginning to the show. And early on, maybe the first season, he would trip over the ottoman. Right. Then I think maybe the second season or later on, he would come to it and then skip around it. Right. Like, I'm smarter than that, and he yeah. go around. Well, it's like 24 nights in a row, you know, he's tripping over his dang ottoman. It's like, <laughs> after a while, well, you're, you're going to figure it out. He didn't get the memo, Jim, and he tripped over or banged his toe into the ottoman, and he broke something. And you can't do anything with a broken toe. You just have to tape it, or if even that. Well, he says it's a broken foot. Foot is different so There are a toe. lot of bones in your foot. It very well might be something else. He might have broken a toe and claims it's a foot. Well, these, if it's in the it's top right. of, if it's in the top of his foot, does that count? That's a foot. Well, if you broke bones on, I mean, in like, the top of your foot, you know, like a soccer player, somebody puts the cleat on the top of your, yeah. your boot, <laughs> you know, and your foot is broken. But if your toe goes cattywampus out like that, ah, anybody can walk around yeah. with a broken toe. I, I did. Got broken toes. And there's nothing they can do for it, and it sucks. No, tape it, and that's it. But, yeah, it hurts, his but... whole foot is wrapped up. You oh. get, he, he's posted a picture. He's no, watching yeah, Braveheart. Well, let's see the x rays. <laughs> he got them. <laughs> what did he the doctor his... say? He's got a broken foot. Yeah, he has a broken foot. I thought he wasn't going to the doctor until later. He's trying to get an appointment with an orthopedist. Oh, the doctor thinks he broke the broke your foot. That's what the x-ray show. He got an x-ray. And when I texted him, I said, Moira doesn't believe you, That's as true. always. I'm the only one who believed him. No, I believed him from the get. So he needs to go to the orthopedist, uh-huh. ortho- yes. right? Yes. yes. Correct. For them to look at it further and then put his 
Do something. Yeah, but they wouldn't get him until Friday. Put him in a boot. Until Friday. So he said he was going to go in the walk-in clinic, and I said, how are you going to do that? He said, well, I'll hop. No, I don't. Gonna, uh, wait a minute. I, wait, hold on. on I don't understand. Way. A walk-in clinic for what? A broken foot? Maybe yeah. to set it or something. Well, why doesn't the doctor who first diagnosed him with a broken foot do, done something about it? I guess these are the questions Mr. Pinkman will have to answer on tomorrow's Phillips file. Wait a minute. Let's get this squared away because that just doesn't make any sense at all. So he break. He th- he trips over something. Ow! 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 He goes to a doctor. The doctor says you've got a broken foot. You need to go see an orthopedist. Right? Is uh-huh. that the right word? Orthopedist yeah. or an orthopod, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. whatever. At, uh, you know. Dinosaur. Like, yeah. All right. So he says he can't get until Friday, so he's going to go to a walk-in clinic. That's what he said. To get it officially taped up instead of his well, ragtag way of. We don't know he ragtagged. Maybe when he got the x-ray, they they taped it up. They Maybe the first doctor he went to who said you need to go see an orthopedist. Taped it up. Mm. I think so. He's... He tries to make an appointment with the orthopedist. He can't do it on Friday, and then he says, tells you he's going to a walk-in clinic. That's what are they going to do? I don't know. You're going to sit in there with a bunch of people who have the flu. That's what's going to happen. Don't breathe in there, Pinky. Mm. Don't breathe in there. Hold your breath, Pinky. That's where a lot of people you get the flu. Better not get the flu. I think the first doctor he went to was a vet. What's that to do with? Like a dog vet? Yeah. Oh, or got a the veteran. Oh. By the way, you can't get the flu from the flu shot. The fifth metatarsal, he says, is broken. I don't know what that means exactly. That's nothing. What is that? Nope. Is that the top of your foot or your pinky toe? The fifth metatarsal. Metatarsal would be toe. He's at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic waiting for a better cast and a boot now. All right. I'm just well, getting the update. All right. All right. Way to kill that topic. No. no we you want to make sure to, he's You don't right. go to a walk-in clinic for a broken foot it's if you're already be diagnosed with a broken foot. Oh, right. Has kid learned anything? <laughs> Sometimes he's out to lunch. Oh yeah, it's the side. It's the side Where? bone. Mm-hmm. It's, oh yeah, oh, like on the outside, bone. like that outside bone. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds hurt. painful. Oh, yeah. It's like Ugh. the fifth one. It's broken. It's some oxycodone. Oh, that'll be an addict. He wouldn't. He wouldn't take him. He wouldn't. Oh hell, he wouldn't. <laughs> Sell him the oh, he's gonna live with the pain. No, he'll probably. He's... I don't know. <laughs> he'll probably find something. He's else. not one of those guys that lives <laughs> with the pain. And like bites on a stick. You know, uh, while they set his foot or whatever they do? Mm-mm. I don't think they can set your foot. All right, let me take a little break. We'll come back with Jack's audio file next on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God you, Dr. Peeper. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Momento mori, y'all. That's uh, Latin except for the y'all. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, Jim, a lot going on. And as you mentioned at the top of the show... Who would you rather be? Perhaps safety Marcus Williams? Steps into it. Pass is caught. Diggs! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Vikings win it! Such a great catch. Oh, it was a great catch. However, Marcus Williams overcommitted on the tackle and allowed the receiver to get behind him with nothing in between him and the end zone. Victory for the Minnesota Vikings. They advance to play the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Winner that goes to the Super Bowl. On the other side of things, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ladies and gentlemen, 
No one gave them a chance when they went to Pittsburgh. And for the second time this season, they did something amazing in Pittsburgh. Play action. Portals. Upstairs. Wide open. Tommy Bohannon. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Jacksonville went on to win over Pittsburgh. They advanced to the AFC title game against none other than the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. Jim, I believe you have money that Brady will return to the Super Bowl. Therefore, Mm -hmm. that means you are rooting against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think I also got uh, $1 because uh, that whole visit by Trump to London is Mm -hmm. off. Right, but who rescinded? I said he wouldn't go. I think Pinkman. I, you said you the vet is UK will rescind the Trump invite by the fourteenth of February. Yeah, he's not going. Did the UK rescind? Eh, kind of, sort of. Well, they don't want him there. Yeah, but I know. But I thought that was kind of a gray area because they didn't rescind. He said he wasn't going before they would have the chance to rescind the invite. Mm, okay. So is that a push? I don't know. All right, and also you have a dollar on which expired today. Oh, what's that? Uh, that oh, Flynn, yeah. the son, or Jared would be indicted by today, and then you you have a second <laughs> hey, the day's dollar. Not over. Well, and then you have a second one that goes <laughs> up to uh, Valentine's Day. So today's bet is settled, and then we'll roll it over to Valentine's Day for yet a second dollar. Yeah. Well, the federal courthouse closes at five. So would That's you rather true. be an a young twenty one year old NFL safety who had a really bad game? but does have a career ahead of him, or would you rather be this guy? Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. And this is a warning that was sent to people's phones. They showed up on their TVs. They played on the radio stations across the state. State officials say all of this panic was caused by someone hitting the wrong button. Hitting the wrong button. I'd rather be the guy that hit the wrong button. Yeah. Oh, the now, fumble fingers? They say he Nobody's going to remember who he that is, is. quote, reassigned. Oh, reassigned. And at least he's anonymous now, but I have a feeling, you know, there's enough people long. who know who mm-hmm. he is that'll get out. Now, New Orleans fans are going to remember this for a very long time. Yeah, but the consequences could be much worse with the Hawaii thing. For that oh, 38 definitely. minutes when people think that their lives are over... What are some of the things that were done in that period of time? Yeah. What do you do? You call your that family, football game maybe? Was of or... national interest, the Hawaii thing. Most people, eh, whatever, it didn't happen. You never, you know, Hawaii, you're probably pooping your pants. But for the most part, everybody else, they're not concerned about this. Hawaii every single was... day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until every single every, day. Right. He's going to be reminded of that by by by. Uh, Saints fans. Even replaying lot, in his Bob. own head. All you had to do was yeah. bump him out of bounds, game over. All you, had, you didn't have to tackle him. Just bump him. Just All you had to do was touch him. You didn't even, hardly even touched him. I don't know if he touched him at all. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Nope. The wrong button was pushed on this test. It went into an actual event versus a test. Back to Hawaii where... Oh. Yeah. The 38-minute interval is really the interval that we had to manually go through the process to provide uh, notification on the smartphones and cell phones. Um, We did have other notification that occurred much, much sooner than that. Then what happens if it actually, they have to hit the button Mm -hmm. and the the signals are out there on radio, on TV, on the electronic billboards, and we just say, don't pay any attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's wrong. I'll just all caps. 
Uh, well, Jim, it is uh, a weekend where we said goodbye to the great Keith, Keith Jackson, legendary college football announcer. Uh, here's a little montage of Mr. Jackson's work from the broadcast booth. Ball goes into the end zone, and it is incomplete. Oh, the phone, everybody. There's a penalty flag thrown, and I think it's against Miami. The royalty of college football is in assembly at the Rose Bowl 2006. He's going for the corner, he's got it. Vince Young scores. Texas has defeated Southern California to win the national championship of college football. There you go. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much uh, doing a college exclusively towards the end of his career, but at one time, I believe he was part of the very the original, very original, the original broadcast crew for Monday Night Football. First season, one yeah. season only. Yeah. With Howard Cosell and yeah. Andy Don Yeah, and then Meredith they brought in, uh, what's his name? Uh, from Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford, oh, yeah. Frank. Oh, oh Frank. I'm, I'm gone. gone. Right. Well, Frank, poor Frank, oh, you know, Frank. with the Alzheimer's and all that stuff. Oliver Schoen, he's, he's passed away. Speaking of montages, we would be remiss on this January 15th if we did not remember Martin Luther King Jr. I have some very sad news for all of you, and that is that Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight. Remember that Martin Luther King did. We must work passionately and unrelentingly for first-class citizenship. Mm. But we must never use second-class methods to gain. We can make an effort to understand with compassion and love, as Martin Luther King did. As Martin Luther King did. There will not be a power. As Martin Luther King did. That can stop us. Martin Luther King Jr. Now, the uh, did you go to a parade today, Mo? Normally, you take part in the MLK Day parade. The march there was... was last weekend. It was weirdly early. Oh, that's... From City Hall to the church, and then they do this whole presentation. I thought it was way too early, to be honest with you. I thought the city did a parade on Saturday. White liberals love that uh, Martin Luther King Jr. parade. I did march. I've always that and showing yeah. up at the, uh, at the, uh, at oh, the wow. food kitchens on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you white liberals. <laughs> yeah, well, I I don't know. I've never done the food like, kitchen thing, but what does that mean? What does that mean? What are you doing? Clapping? Yeah, done. Yeah, done it. Oh, wiping your hands of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, the thing that they do with City Hall and the AME Church or whatever uh, in sort of the Paramore area is a multi diverse, you know, multicultural thing, and it was always really it was good. This year it looked sparsely attended, and it was ten days before the holiday. I don't know why they don't do it the weekend of the holiday, but in any event. Uh, no, I was not there. I was out of town. In answer to your question, Jackie, uh, no, I was not there. Because you usually go to this. I do. Right? I often go. I don't all, usually. Uh, okay. Uh, so back to California where, uh, you know, they are still literally and figuratively digging out of this mess of oh. the mudslides. Oh, right. What a disaster. I mean, we are just approaching Scary. one week where I believe uh, 20 uh, uh, dead, four still missing. Mm-hmm. And they expect rain on Thursday. Oh, no. Adding insult to injury, huh? Mm-hmm. Here's Santa Barbara County Sheriff Bill Brown. As mentioned, we are still actively searching for people, and while every hour it remains less likely that we will find anyone alive, mm. there is always hope. 
See the video of the car trying to outrun that yes. river of mud? No. Yes. I don't. And the question, maybe there's an answer. Whatever happened to those people I in the car? Does but, anybody know? Because no. it didn't look like it was promising. It was like on the, it looked like it was surfing, basically. Yeah. Because it was on the front wave, and it's coming yeah. down this California road, and it kind of it comes sure. around a bend. And then, you know, you could see it kind of goes off and it gets the water gets under it. But down the road, that road bends again. And I was wondering what happened to that. Some of these rivers of mud, actually, from the mountains all the way down across. What is it? Highway 101 down to the beach, all the way down to the beach. Yeah. Mm. That driver uh, apparently survived. Good. Oh, that is Okay. Can you ima- I can't no. imagine. It's an amazing piece of video. Between the earthquakes, the mudslide, the fires, tragedies, Correct. 20 people dead. Uh, that was just almost a week ago. Right. It's uh, about six and a half days ago and uh, waiting any minute for yeah. President Trump to say something I was about just about it. to say to that. It's good to see that the president has tweeted out no. his uh, you know, heartfelt sorrow and mm. you know, prayers for well, Santa maybe, Barbara. Maybe, maybe he's been off Twitter this week. Not really. Oh, let me look. Nope. He's over 50 tweets since this happened without one comment on it. Did he say anything about Hawaii and how we're going to try to keep them safe? No. Nothing about that either, huh? No. Mm. That's not his job, Mo. Well, he often uses it for things that are not his job. That's not, I'm not worried about that. There are a couple tweets congratulating uh, Fox and Friends and thanking them uh, for having a guest who said he was the greatest president ever. Of course. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Shall we? A bunch of brown nosers there. Who, Fox and Friends? Fox and Friends. Oh, boy. Jeez. Hey, they got, put it, they're on that wave, and they're going to ride it as long as they can. Of course. I mean, I understand. I mean, I understand. They're like that car on the wave. I sometimes (laughs) wonder, though, when the mic is off and the camera's okay, it's 9 o'clock, the show is in, whether they go back, jeez, man, how long do we have to do this? Well, Jim, also, uh, the uh, big debate with the president was what he is alleged to have said in a closed-door meeting with uh, with senators and staff when he was talking about immigration and uh, Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois, uh, you know, uh, was in the room, uh, was in the room. Also, uh, Lindsey Graham was in the room and, you know, uh, referred to uh, what the president has said. And then you had a uh, Senator Tom Cotton, as we mentioned earlier, also Senator David Perdue of Georgia said who, totally the opposite. Well, at first they said, "Oh, we don't recall." But on the Sunday morning shows, then they switched. They like, "Well, we have to get a little more aggressive in a denial here." And it was actually uh it was uh, David Perdue of Georgia who now says that he did not say it. I'm telling you he did not use that word and I'm telling you it's a gross misrepresentation. How many times do you want me to say that? Well, and maybe until you believe it because we don't believe it. <laughs> No, we've already had too much fun. I'm not really sure how they could have been in the same room, and two said he said it, and two said he didn't. Uh, Even, uh, well... I'm uh, having a hard time wrapping my head. just say I didn't hear it. I mean, if nothing else, I didn't hear the president say that, but to say he did not say it. And Tom Cotton... I don't recall. Senator Tom Cotton, his words were like, I didn't hear him say that about any people... Uh, any person or people. Country, yeah, yeah so no. I think he said, well, it was about a country. They're so. doing that parsing of the yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> clear. But also, Senator Jeff Flake said he was in a follow-up meeting where other people came and, and said him, that like, oh. is exactly what he said. And Vanity Fair, the Wall Street Journal, is reporting they've talked to people that the president called on the phone bragging about how he used those words in, a, in, in that meeting. I mean, it's... He doesn't on. want Haiti, but he wants... The people from Norway to come in here, that's fine. Well, the people of Norway... Are white. Not, well, the people of Norway are the... 
surveys and polls show the happiest people on the planet. Oh, good. You know, well, they, they get free health care, free college education, yeah, sure. free this. Free, they, they, they don't want they don't they, want to come here. It's not like they're dying to come to the United States. No. Jim, have you ever been to Norway? No, I've not. not. Have you ever been on vacation? Uh, rarely. Have you ever been on vacation and come home to find someone living in your home? What? Well, that happened in, uh, oh, to this where? lady. Where is it? Amazing. Oh, no, 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 no. It was in South Carolina. Oh, right. Beaufort, South Carolina. It comes back from vacation, and there's a strange family in her home. Is it Beaufort or Beaufort? I think Beaufort. I was more shocked than anything else. Shocked and horrified. Um, I didn't know what to think about them, except that they weren't supposed to be there. But I haven't even spent one night in this house. And the washing machine was going. There was a pot of beans on the stove. There was a couch on the back porch. Um, clothes in my closet. Um, it was frightening. So she the woman sound like the cheese from there, though. Well, mm-hmm. she no, she was from somewhere else. Had a home, was selling it. Bought oh. the new home. Yes. Bought the new home. Was waiting for the house one to sell. Meanwhile, went on vacation. Then say after vacation, go I'm going to go check too. on the new home. Uh-huh. Finds these people living there. Waters, if you will. They got scammed. Someone rented them the home. Did a Facebook group <laughs> rented them the home no. and said the back door is open. They got the back door open. Stop it. Left the back door open and for I think eight hundred fifty dollars charged them. And so they <laughs> they thought they were living there legitimately, and they were scammed. Well. Daggummit. Would you rather I don't like mistakenly either. rent someone else's house or Have live next to a your- church that never stops playing Amazing Grace with their bells? Not just one bell. It rings about 20 to 25 times each time the bell oh. sequence goes off. The bells ring multiple times a day during the week and play Amazing Grace during the week, and then they run multiple times again during the weekend. Now, when... When you're looking to buy a home, there's certain things that raise property value, certain things that lower property value. Having a church in the neighborhood is one of those things considered to raise property value. However, I think Mm. this church... It may not have that effect. Sounds like a nuisance. Because of the volume and frequency of the bells, that this is not calling people to the church. It is keeping them from wanting to go to the church because it's so annoying. Oh, she doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah, Albuquerque, New Mexico, where they have uh, the bells mm-hmm. of St. Mary Reagan all day and night. And finally, let's leave it on a positive note. Getting very excited. Watched uh, some figure skating of the men's qualifying for the Winter Olympics. The Winter Olympics start in February. <laughs> I enjoy watching these things. February. Okay. And uh, there's been a lot of talk about how North Korea is working with South Korea to uh, maybe unify and some teams and have some uh, athletes participate in the games. And Kim Jong un wants to talk to the Olympic officials about having his girl band, Moron Bong, perform at the Winter Olympics. It is. It's Moranbong. M O R A N B O N G. Moranbong. Oh, one word. Moranbong. 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 Aaron Moran. Here you go. Aaron. Here's Wait, a little bit we... of. Let's, uh, let me hear this band. Kim Jong Un's girl band. They're called Moranbong. And the song Let's Learn. He wants them to perform at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I like it.
Baby. And that's your audio file oh for today. Cranberries for drive home, but I think mm-hmm. maybe this will be the drive home song of the day. <laughs> Audio great. file today brought to my, brought to you by my Twitter feed at Yankee Jack. I got some other things to talk about. Is uh, Donald Trump a racist? I think that question has now been answered. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman's Taco Bell maternity photos are going viral. Besides her bed and sofa. The woman said she feels most at home inside her favorite fast food joint. Big Daddy always thinks of Taco Bell whenever love is brought up. A butcher was trapped in a walk-in freezer after wind blew the dang door shut. The release button was also frozen along with a large blood sausage. The dude started banging the sausage against the button until release. ER, what? Wanna know why we are doomed as a society? A Maltese doggy has garnered 100,000 followers on Instagram. It's apparently a spoof commentary on social media. Not buying it since the owner is still picking up checks. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1 The passing of Keith Jackson, Lee Singer, for the Cranberries. Whoa, Nelly. Daggummit. There he is right now. Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries, dead at the age of, is it 46, 47, whatever it is, is too young. 46. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's two. Now that works. Mo uh, went to uh, South Florida for the Chihuahua wedding. Mm-hmm. She's alive. I am and, here. And uh, had uh, change, Park her Park. Mahjong money, her change stolen in- out of her change purse in her car. From the, She the claims s- the valet. The valet took it. Yeah, they, uh, they did. I mean, because I had you one. Can't leave, pulled- you can't leave valuables in your car. You can't trust, the, you can't trust valets. You can, just can't do it. Well, I think that's just disgusting. Well, it's just the way that it is. It pulls up to the hotel, we valet park that car, and I do not assume that they are going to be rifling through my crap. That's right, but the reality is they will. Not all. Well, that's just wrong. But there are enough of them out there. They'll rip you off. They'll take your stuff because they know you can't prove it. I had my Pilates socks, my Mahjong card, and my Mahjong change purse in there with, you know, quarters, nickels, dimes, pennies, whatever it is. No no bills in there. It's just all quarters, you know, because you play for quarters or 30 cents. How much cents. they make off well, with? Maybe $12. $12. Oh, in yeah. change. Well. But they took it all. I would have done that, too. Uh, 12 you w- bucks? You would not have taken someone else's change. You have to have some standards. Yeah. Thief. <laughs> well. 
Now I know where my change went. <laughs> my desk. Maybe we should no. start locking hey. the office. Sometimes I win. Take it into my quarters. Check Most the of the time, I lose at Mahjong. Think but... these Doritos are free? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> those are good Doritos. So what'd you do? Oh my god! When did you discover well, your change was gone? We drove back yesterday, got back, I unpacked, started to do laundry, and then all of a sudden, look, they said, oh, it's time for Mahjong. So I drove down to Mahjong. And, you know, I had to drive my daughter to the airport and whatever. Anyway, get to Mahjong, and I, I open the center console, and there are my Pilates socks. Everything looks according to Hoyle. And I take the Mahjong card, and I go to reach for the sock, or the change purse that's shaped like a sock, and it is empty. It is bone dry, empty. They no, just tipped it right over. They just put it, it in it, their it, hat. It, it, where'd they put it? They were wearing hats. Those guys, too, were so nice when you pull up. Beer it, cup. Maybe. Yeah, red solo cup. Yeah. Who knows what? Oh, yeah. See, they got you. They See, got they sold it. They sold it. How are mm-hmm. you tonight? Oh, yeah. Are you they here were for the so wedding? Great for the wedding. Okay. We'll take the Chihuahua care. wedding. Yes, Chihuahua wedding. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they took, they went rifling through, not my glove box. Yeah, well, you don't know. Not the cup holder. Sure. You're going to be embarrassed if you find that sock someplace in your house. Oh, no, uh, I found the sock. I have oh, the sock. Oh, I mean. Whatever. I, no, they mm. totally emptied the sock out. How about your husband? Did you grill him? He was madder than a snake. Oh, shocker. Yeah, I was just about to say. That's I'm like certain. Monday through Sunday for him. Mm-hmm. Did he like, what's he doing today? Driving back to Miami to punch these guys? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think he was going to phone him up. Oh, what are you going to? No, not the valet. I mean, the hotel. What we are you, had, what are you we had actually had about three or four issues really? at this place. Oh, yeah. tell us more. Mm-mm. Oh, they wouldn't clean your room? They didn't clean our room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Did you there. get the sheets all hot and sweaty? Stop oh, it. Mo. No. We, no. <laughs> no. We got there Thursday night, and Friday was the wedding. So, you know, we went out to lunch, or we went to, you know, we're visiting with people as they were arriving on Friday for the wedding, and we came back about 2 o'clock from some activities, and the room had not yet been, housekeeping had not been to our room. Okay, all right. So I called, and I said, okay, the wedding is at 6, you know, we have to be down there for pictures or whatever at 6.30. I said, can you guys come? Sooner than later, because if we're getting ready at 5.30, 6 o'clock, we, we won't be able to have... Yes, we'll be right there. 3.30 turns into 4.30, turns into 5.30. We're getting ready for the wedding. We can't wait anymore. Um, so we're getting ready. And damn it, if not at 5.30, quarter to... Housekeeping. We're like, can you come back in about... We'll be out of the room in about half an hour. Can you please come back? Well, they're not making up your room. They're stealing your mahjong money. What else <laughs> happened? So they... we. We get back from the wedding. The wedding is Friday night. We yeah. get back thinking, oh, this will be so nice. We're, you know, taking off our formal clothes and tuxedos and long dresses, and we're going to have a nice clean room and take a shower. Sure. They had never come back. They never showed. So my husband gets on the horn. You guys never came back. You know, so now he's mad about that. Can you at least bring us other towels, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or- okay. So that was one. You know, there were other. <laughs> it was just one. We didn't. We had four. You guys complain a lot. No, I don't think it's complaining when you, you stay at a hotel yeah. that is that expensive and the, ho- the housekeeping people y- skip. Y- you, you need to chill. You go through life so aggravated because everything is not the way you want it. You just have to it's accept not the way what I want is. It. It's the way. Too. Oh, accept what you're is. Paying what? that kind of money for that kind you're of. You're paying joint. that kind of yeah. money for a Where's hotel. Where's your wabi sabi? And bring me a new terry cloth robe. <laughs> Yo, bro. Because I have chill. soiled this one. No, you don't chill when you're right. spending money. When you're spending money like that, you have ac- every expectation of housekeeping uh, on Once on a schedule. day, correct. Or certainly after you call. Yeah, I like call. that. <laughs> so, yeah, I was kind of, I was, and and you know what? My husband today said he looked on his bill because, you know, he paid for all the rooms and he d- checked out. The parking was extraordinarily expensive. 
and, um, you know, to, for valet parking. But we check out of the hotel. We drive back to Orlando. Today, he gets another ding on his credit card. For what? For $19. He doesn't know what. So I said to him, because I use that waffle, the, the robe, when I was getting ready. Did you take and, it with you? No. It was dirty, so I left it in the floor with that mountain of towels. Oh, yeah, that went in the laundry, and you don't get credit. They think you stole that. So now yeah. they think I took it. And I said, yeah. I said to him at the time, this is dirty. Should I put it on the floor? What should I do with it? I'm not going to hang it up in the closet. So what do I do with it? We had two robes. Yeah. One of them I used it. He didn't want to use one, so I said, I'm going to use one of these towels as I get ready for this wedding. As I'm putting my makeup on and getting my hair done, ready to go for the wedding. So then after it was over, I'm like, what am I going to do with this thing? And he's like, put it on the floor. When the lady comes, she'll bring us a new one. Okay, good. Today, I just dawned on me. He got dinged for, for a, a, a bathrobe that I didn't even take. <laughs> like, if you don't have it, then what am I supposed to do? Wear a dirty bathrobe? Yeah. Like, ugh. Anyway, so now, and then I find out, I get back to Mahjong. I pull my stuff out of the center console of my car. And there, they, they had. You uh, had a rough couple of days. Insult mm. to injury. They took my Mahjong money. I had a much better time at the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off. Oh. But did, I didn't go to the Chihuahua wedding. Did you have the ashy one? Was there nope. an ashy one? Nope. There's always an ashy one. Chili was God, great. was the turnout. Turnout was great at the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off 10th annual. Oh, yeah. Uh, and congratulations, some of the huge winners. Uh, the Monsters and Russ, they won the award for uh, Best Unique Chili. What was in the, what was the weird meat at this time? I don't know. He was going to announce it this morning, Snake. and I, I missed it. Was it a raccoon or something? Uh, Winter Park PD. Uh, one for best law enforcement chili. Uh, let's see, Bubbaloo's Barbecue, a best professional. And the People's Choice Award went to Primetime Kitchen and Dirty Jim. Yay. Of course. You're not going to vote against Dirty Jim. Mm. He's well, won fantastic. like three times. Yeah. He's won, chili. He's won Hedhog. He's won. What does that mean, Hedhog? Hedhog. <laughs> Oh, I boy. thought he said hedgehog. I, was like, I did too. Like, what does Mo, that mean? Hedgehog? Mo, you've been a judge at this event. Hedgehog is the name. I don't remember it either. It's the overall chili winner based up voted by the judges. I never heard that. Nope. What do you guys do when you're there? <laughs> nobody ever never said it's hedgehog. hedgehog. <laughs> nobody ever announced hedgehog. That's, That's, fine. That's fine. That's every new. Every year it's no, announced on stage. Nobody knows. Ask Tom Sorrels. No, nobody ever said hedgehog. Ask Tom Sorrels. You had to mark your favorite professional, Correct. your favorite law enforcement, mm-hmm. your most unusual, but you didn't have to make a hedgehog. No, nobody said, and no. now let's announce hedgehog. the hedgehog. No. Overall, best right, chili. Molly. Who's the overall? Mm. That is the hedgehog. It might be the hedgehog, but it was never announced. No. On stage never every came single along said, year. Okay, you have to decide who hey, the hedgehog is. She doesn't tell you that. She just says you. I've been on the stage. I've heard her so as most. You're not paying attention. I am paying attention. You're the uh, one over to the side drinking all that damn beer for nothing. It's free. <laughs> Wait, uh, did they have the uh, the little uh, popsicles or whatever? I mean, the little. Um, oh, yeah, with the, uh, the, 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 the little gelato or whatever it is. Yeah, not popsicles, but we did have a uh, no, sherbet. Yeah, yeah the sherbet. Absolutely. Yeah, the orange with a little vanilla. Oh, no, in there. it was what? They were, we, we had, had about 11 type. judges. It was great. Chris DeMarco, golfer Chris DeMarco. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Sean, Sabrina Sealing from the News Junkie. Pinkman, Pinkman. Heather McPherson. Was that kid there? Scott Maxwell. The kid wasn't there. Oh, Scott no. Maxwell was. He wasn't there. What happened? He's in college now. Ah, he's not that old. That's <laughs> not true. Probably at the Culinary Institute. Yeah, he's a smarty pants, that one. <laughs> Ryan Elijah from Fox 35. Oh, a lot of people. All right, very good. Larry, Larry you had a good Larry chili cook-off. Uh, congratulations good. to Crime Line. Job well done. Take a little break. Wanzi and Doug should be coming in for Monday Movie Review next on Real Radio 104.1.
chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael and Douglas are here for Monday Movie Review. Hello, gentlemen. We Hello. Yeah. It's like it's a tradition. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like something. Going on two decades, right? Nothing better to do today. I've been going on flip forward three to decades. Since yeah. the parade was 10 days ago. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. why. But, uh, what parade? I mean, if Titusville can have an MLAK parade today, why can't Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, very bizarre. Huh. Why don't? Why didn't we? I, we I did. Don't know. It was 10 it days was ago. It was last weekend. Yeah. It was too. It was literally 10 days before the holiday. Well, on a. Do they want to do it on a Saturday or what? I, I don't know. I, I don't know the reasoning. Mm-hmm. I, Why, we have the UCF parade out at Disney? <laughs> That's another do- That's goofy thing. Uh, anyway. Well, did you go to the movies? Let's I get did. that underway. We did. What'd you we say? We saw the same movie. We saw The Post. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, everybody good. wants to see the. Well, not everybody, but I, I do. do. Anybody with any sense. This is, uh, of course, the Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep movie, mm-hmm. Washington Spielberg. Post, and the yeah. Pentagon Papers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh, tell there me, you have Tell it. me you liked it, please. Tell I, me I liked loved it. it. Oh, good. Not only did I love it, I actually thought it was her the best her best performance. No kidding. Ever. No quit. No, ever. Really. Yes, yes. It was not dramatic. Oh. There was not nothing over the top for her to do. But she didn't um, have to affect her voice. Um, she, I'm sorry. She, you, you, from the trailer, you get the. I, I think you, you, you are of the opinion that she's going to be like this iron lady, and she's no, just all. all, you know. And of course, mm-hmm. it's all about her vulnerability and her insecurity of being cast in the role. Exactly. Of, yeah. Her and husband dies. Right. the publisher of the right. Washington Post, right. which at that time was just a backwater. Mm-hmm. Which Someone I did not know until this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's when yeah. Ben Bradley was pulled over from Newsweek, and he turned it into. He wanted to turn that newspaper into something substantial, which he did, of course. Well, yeah, the whole business about it being a just a, a, a local newspaper was lost on me until I saw the movie. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. I did had no idea. But. But her, I, I think that the character arc that she has in this and the the vulnerability that she shows and just the realness of her, I, just... I, she's terrific. She, you, don't, she just, you do not catch her She's acting. an icon. She's no. just exquisitely natural. And you, didn't you want to cheer for her when she finally turned to the oh, guy and yes, said... Yes, yes, My newspaper Essentially, it's the story Maybe of Catherine Graham and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Bradley, who's the uh, publisher, and, uh, of course, the Pentagon Papers are these secret think tank and uh, Defense Department uh, reports that show that essentially years. That, that the Vietnam War, they all thought the Vietnam War was, was going to be a failure, that they're, and they kept it from the public. That they knew it was a they failure. Didn't. They knew they could not win, and they did some analysis, and unfortunately these papers show that 70% of the reason they stayed in the war was simply not to suffer the humiliation. Yeah. Of saying we're withdrawing and defeating. Yeah, so war. all of these tens of thousands of American lives were sacrificed by politicians who, who didn't want to pull out from the war on their watch. They didn't want to be credited with the people who surrendered or, or who yeah. gave up. Well, most of these politicians didn't know the Pentagon Papers existed in the first place. Well, well, well. That's that's correct. But but they knew the analysis. They were part of it at, right. at the time. Each and every one of them, from Eisenhower, correct. Up. Yeah. I mean the big guys, the big chiefs. Yeah. I mean the people who were, I mean, given the assignment. Sure. 
No, they're, you're right. They're Daniel Ellsberg. They're just doing the their job yeah. and trying to win their thing. Yeah, yeah. Now Daniel Ellsberg is still alive. Is Catherine Graham still alive? No, or, I can't imagine that she could be. Bradley died a few years ago. Oh, yeah. everyone. Um, it, it's uh, it, it certainly th- shows the power of the press yeah. and, and how much yep. we need. And I don't know, you know, how, you know, movies are in the pipeline for a long time before they come out, but yeah. it could not be any more prescient for this film to come out at this particular time when we have a sitting president who's doing everything he can. Yeah, because you'll hear the, 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 the criticism, oh, they just put this movie out, there's the Hollywood elite who hate Trump, and this thing was probably in the pipeline well before. A- absolutely. Now, maybe somebody started thinking about it when he announced, started to announce his, but I don't, I don't put two and two together. Yeah, but it, it just... It's a, it's a good movie it, because it's a good yeah. story. But to come out at this particular time could not be uh, any more meaningful than it is. It's uh, and an intricate story that uh, and, I think that they give really? you really a really good sense of what's going on at all times and take this intellectual matter and make it understandable to the point where you're on the edge of your seat over it. It's, yeah, because the New York Times, movie. as I remember, had the Pentagon Papers, but either decided not to publish under threat of contempt. They did publish some of them and then were stopped. Right. Yeah. And then I think maybe the Post said, well, we can go ahead. And, and then I guess the big decision, should we or shouldn't we? I mean, that's in a nutshell about what was going on. I mean, I remember. Can you? Say, yeah, remember I don't know if, if you want to say about well, the, the source thing is is no, yeah. Because a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people are going to see this movie have no no right, idea right. about the Pentagon Papers. You so mm. what were the Pentagon Papers all about? They wouldn't have right. any idea. This right. is this is a history lesson for people. It's yeah. a history lesson on the First mm-hmm. Amendment and uh, and the Washington Post and a lot of stuff that was going on in government at the time as well. But it was yeah. an interesting treatment of a historical event. It it was a fascinating treatment. Oh yeah, how's Hanks? Hanks? Tom Hanks is he good? He, he's very good. It, I mean, he's just not much of a character. Any, I mean, he's any got enough decent to do actor this. could have played it. Bob Odenkirk yeah. is in this movie too, isn't he? Which I'm, from uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, he's the reporter. Oh, he's he a reporter. Okay, he's the yeah the mm-hmm. one that yeah okay. is he good? The reporter, the guy who is the, everyone in it, yeah. really? to to yeah. a person, to a person. Oh. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful. It's a great film. I would imagine then the number of pink triangles would be going five, four and a half, four oh. and a half, four and a half. Wait, You're no, not I'm, doing the five. I'm not doing the five. Have you ever done a five? I have. Yes, yes, very recently, actually. Coco. Was no, it no. see Coco? <laughs> and I wouldn't. You won't see a five. cartoon. You know that. No. What'd the you get, difference what'd... between a cartoon and an animated. I know. He calls them little cartoons. What did you get five? I, I gave the, the one about the the other it. newspaper one about the Catholic uh, priest. Yes. Oh right, right, right. right. Spotlight. 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 Did and you still, see Spotlight? That's one of my favorite movies in the yeah, last ten years. That is one of the best. I'm just going to say that is one of the best movies I've seen. Spotlight. In a decade. Spotlight. Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah. yeah. This I think, is better than Spotlight. I think it holds right up to it, and I think. The the, the uh, spotlight is sexier. I think it's more salacious. Um, but I I there's I don't know. The, I, I I can't find anything wrong with this movie. I'm going to give it five. You're kidding. Classic. Wow, classic, Michael. Michael's given the classic five pink triangles to yeah. the post. Doug four and a half. There you have. Mm-hmm. Was it packed? 
It, um, I went late and it was packed. No. I went today. I think it was one of those mostly sold out. Yeah. Have you guys looked in the holiday. movie pass? Funny you should mention it. I just came from a meeting where everyone was talking about it, and I'm like, "Does anyone actually have it? Are they using it to the?" And they're they insisting. That, I signed up yes. yesterday. I think about I'm going to every time right I plunge down right now. thirteen dollars. I think about it, yeah. but I haven't yeah. done it yet. <laughs> it's ten bucks a month. All I the movies you need. What, what are you limited to? One uh, movie a day. Two D. Yeah, one movie a day. Yeah. Uh, uh, two D movies. Unless no you. Three D. Yeah. I see. For okay, the ten no bucks 3D, a month. Okay. Yeah. No IMAX. I understand. Right? I understand that works for the Cineplex, who makes very little money off of a ticket sale and depends on concessions really to make their profit. I don't understand how is Hollywood making because money from it. What I, happens I, I is MoviePass is guaranteeing the price. They're paying the theaters the full ticket price. Yeah. And they are actually losing money. They they, then they are going to use your information to target advertising Correct. to you through your app and your phone. Ah. I don't like it. And hope that, Pete, you don't use it as much as you could or should. But Yeah, like, yeah the people who go on it, it's retarded right. not to have If you that. use it once yeah, or twice, we you don't pay use for that word. it. I know. Use it once a month, it's worth it. For oh, me, yeah. Yeah. you're putting it on yourself, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, five pink triangles for the post and four and a half pink triangles mm. for the post. Wow. And she, God, she just, I thought she was brilliant. When she's, ha- when, she, when she's having those decision-making moments where she's not finishing sentences and, and, and stammering, to, and it just is, it comes off so naturally. You can't, it's almost like you can't imagine it isn't just this. And just it's the way she holds herself mm-hmm. in it. She's yeah. been in anything bad. Well, Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What? Oh. Wow, that, that was, was awesome. Banana loved that movie. Banana, she just loved Mamma Mia. I did. I liked it too. <laughs> the movie? You liked the movie? Fun. I liked oh, all of it. Well, yeah. go see the sequel with Cher. Uh, do you, no, I don't think. Do you think she cannot win an Oscar because people compare her to herself? Like, because of her success, that they feel that, you know, she gets judged by a different standard than everyone else in the category? Because she didn't win the Golden Globe, she didn't win the the Critics' Choice Award. Who won the Golden Globe for best? I uh, think Francis. Francis McDormand. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, three billboards. Well deserved. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's almost like comparing God against God. But can't it, do it. She won well, for Iron Lady <laughs> a couple years ago. But she was terrific. But, they, but they, 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 and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there, there. She. This is not a role that has. I've, I've said it a hundred times. You know, it's. I think it's easier. To be in portray and win for wackadoo roles, where where you're very quirky, or you're you yeah. have you're yeah. screaming and you're yelling, or you're or you're right. being frightened to death, or you're being a, a maniac, and and I I think it's easy to I think this is a textbook Acting. most brilliant performance, but because she's such a regular Joe in it, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that, that that people just. Don't grasp how difficult that is to do. All right, let me take a little break. We'll come back. Do you have any trivia today there, uh, Douglas? I do. Okay, we'll do, do some trivia and find out other things you guys are up to. It's the Phillips File with Monday Movie Review on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get back to Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Both of them saw The Post with uh, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. Uh, Douglas gave it four and a half pink triangles, and uh, Michael gave it five. Which in a must see, right? That's a must see. That's a classic five mm-hmm. pink triangles. Mm-hmm. This is all about the Washington Post and the Pentagon Papers. Mm-hmm. And if you're not aware of what that was all about, you ought to see this movie for no other reason than to learn what was going on at that time. I remember, yeah, I remember when and if, it happened. It was 
And the sad part is, yes, overall, the sad part is, is that people who had the, uh, you know, the, 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 the responsibility of, you know, looking over whether we should have had any involvement in Vietnam in the first place were essentially year after year after year after year after year saying, no, 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 it's a big mistake. And we went ahead and did it anyway. Mm-hmm. For yeah, over at, at what cost? Yeah. Besides the, exactly. the death and destruction. Mm. I mean, what it did to, to us as a society. Enough of that. All right, let's move on to something else. What are you guys up to? Michael, what have you been up to? Um, Anything? Well, I, mean, I haven't shaved for three days. Why? Oh, he's growing he's a growing beard. A beard. You growing a beard? A, he's I moving. For, for a role I'm doing, yeah. Nice. Have you ever had a beard? Yes, Jim. No, I mean, I have. a real big I, beard. Like well, a David Letterman not, beard. Not the one he's got now? Yes. Goodness. Great, by the so, way, a great interview with Barack Obama. Um, haven't seen it yet. On Netflix. But I can't wait. Heard, yeah. It's good. Say it makes you feel good about um, being an American. Mm-hmm. But a little longer than what Doug's got now. Uh, uh, considerably longer than what he's got now. I've had um, That's a, nice a, beard. a couple of times. Thank you. No, it's very it's uh, well manicured. But that's I about, take care that's of it about the length I'm but. hoping to achieve by the time I go do the show. In Dubuque, of all places. In Dubuque, Dubuque Iowa. Going to Dubuque, Iowa. I am, Jim. I'll be gone, unfortunately, from the program. Uh, from uh, I'm, I'm leaving on February 4th and coming back on March 5th. Well, you want to take a break, Douglas, or would you like to continue to come in? Well, let's decide on that at a later time. <laughs> I may okay. be better offer will come in. You never know. <laughs> no, I will certainly let you know each oh, Monday okay. well right. ahead of time. All right, very good. <laughs> so it's the it's show in Sorry, Dubuque? but we're moving into the it horrible is. movie I'm going to, I'm, a oh. beautiful 600-seat historical theater called the, the Grand Opera House, where Al Jolson has played, and Sarah Bernhardt, and mm. uh, as a matter of fact, a young uh, Henry Fonda in 1923 did Hamlet on that stage. So um, one of the reasons I'm going is because I'd just like to perform sure. on that same stage. I certainly don't want to be in Iowa in, in February. Winter. But, but it's, a, it's a huge part. It's, it, it's a Sheridan Whiteside, the, uh, the lead role in The Man Who Came to Dinner. Wow. And um, he never leaves the stage. He's in a wheelchair the whole time, and he's got probably about 80% of the dialogue. It's a, it's a huge part. And well, good too, for you. Just too good to pass up, and, I, and, um, and, the, and the money was good, and so I'm going. Yeah, congratulations. So I'm going to go to Burlington Coat Factory when I leave here. So- <laughs> You better buy three coats. You need to get down to the place. What's it called? And get the Long John's. Um, you know, down on I Drive. What's it Bass. called? Oh, yeah. Bass Pro yeah. 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 You need thermals. Well, great, 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 great. Luckily, the house I'm staying in, a 12 room Victorian house is um, only two and a half minutes from the theater. Walking? So I'm I'm gauging, no, driving, and they're giving me a, 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 a car to go back and forth with. Wow. But, um, but the, uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming that that's going to be the extent of what I will come back having a knowledge of in Buke. <laughs> in Dubuque. Dubuque. Uh-huh. We'll be that house in that theater. <laughs> you never know. You go to his, uh, Dubuque and you go, you know, I never would have thought that. The Midwest. No, but no, no, going this, out that. in the cold. Oh, I see no, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You might take a trip to Des Moines one weekend. You don't know. Exactly. Uh, anyway, it's funny. I played so many towns across the Midwest uh, when I traveled with uh, the Muppets, but I have never been to Dubuque. So that'll be interesting. Well, and Dubuque is named Dubuque for what reason? You no. know? I do not oh, know. I no. would imagine I, probably I, some settler or explorer. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I know that I'm... Research. I'm researching. I know that they... 
They must not have an airport because they're flying me into Chicago, and that's <laughs> 90 minutes away. Oh, they have an airport. It's just... Just not big enough for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real you ain't going to Des Moines? <laughs> no, I guess you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, hey, Douglas, what are you up to? What are you doing? Just my usual gym, just working in bars and entertaining Orlando and the tourists. <laughs> Tomorrow nice. night, Michael and I have, uh, Michael does a game night over at the Parliament House, and I'm the bartender. And then Wednesday night's trivia I missed last week because I was sick, but I will be there this week. the flu? Week. Yep. It got me good, but I lost a few pounds. Did you have a flu okay. shot? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm, I never have got one in my life. I got one, and got one just literally every person I know now has had the flu. No, well, they're not, you can't I get the flu from the flu shot. Right. That's a, yeah. What happens is people go, either they're already infected, because it takes mm. a while for right, it to yeah, kick sure. in, or they so go to really the doctor's office, I need a flu right, shot, yeah. and they're sitting around with 15 other people who have the flu. Right. And, and it takes 10 days? I'm not to get sure. rid of it or to get it? No, I think all. it's three for to four days before four days. when you're infected for it to finally kick in where you're going, oh, God, I, I got my flu shot at like some flu carnival they were having on the corner of Bumby and 50. A flu the, carnival? Uh, yeah, outside the center care there. They had tents and there were games. and they, No, yes. Michael. There was all, they, I'm telling you, they had tents and games and prizes to win and everything. To, to, so do you, you, you weren't just sitting in a room waiting for your turn. Yeah. You, they had a, a, a bullhorn the and they now, called you. You, you, you I mean, get a flu shot in, it was, about anywhere It was now. a carnival. There were radio. There was some radio station broadcasting from the parking lot, and they had balloons flying to call your attention to it. And I saw. I'm like, got that here, real radio 104. Point. We've got flea, yeah. three flu shots for you. <laughs> exactly. yeah. 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 Was this the guy in a clown? Your phlebotomist? Or? I know. <laughs> no, no, no. And that was another thing too. They had like 14 stations set up. Yeah. So I mean, you bing. I was in and out of there in no time. But they had a wheel of fortune. You could spin a wheel and win. The what? meal at Smoky yeah, Bones. And... Not like getting a, uh, a rabies <laughs> wow. shot or something. It's just a tiny little. But I'm telling you, what they had no, a flu carnival. Nothing. A flu carnival. <laughs> nothing. What else are you gonna call it? I don't know. Games but... that had a guy there making balloons for the kids and animals, and huh. it was a flu carnival. Was this I... just like a normal carnival where everyone had the flu? No, it was in the parking lot. Was it, the, the was it a carnival the and they care. just had a stall there no. to get your free flu no. shot? It was, all flu-y it was and then, in yeah. the parking lot of a center care specifically to get you to come have a free flu shot. Do they have rides? No. Oh, I thought it no. was people like with the flu and they were no. just over. <laughs> Too many people to get inside. No. It's like, we'll put them in a tent. What are we going to do? Let's entertain no. them. Let's, yeah, like, yeah. let's have a carnival. No. Uh, I will tell you that uh, the city like the of. Flea Circus. The city of Dubuque is named after its first permanent settler to the area, a French Canadian fur trader, Jim, named Julien Dubuque. There you go. Ooh. Who befriended the Indians there, the. Mesquaki tribe oh, yeah. upon oh, his yes. arrival. Very, 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 powerful. very powerful. Is that how you pronounce settler? Settler. What do you say? I, don't, I say settler. Settler. I say settler. 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 Well, you would settle. Is so it a settler or a settler? Settles. Look it up. A settler. Let's get to some trivia. Settler. Sorry. Here we go. I need my glasses. Where'd they go? It's my head. Uh, Research is broken today. No. That's a broken One at a time, please. What African country is the nearest to continental Europe? Jim, that Jim. It would be uh, Morocco. Morocco is correct. Port wine originated in what country? Douro Valley. Portugal. Portugal is yeah. correct. In the Catholic Church, it's a small vessel for holy water. In the kitchen, Wansi. it holds a compliment. Chalice. No. No. It holds what? condiments such as vinegar and oil. Wanzi. What? Carafe. No. Mm-mm. 
Wamsie, salad dressing no. bottle. What the? Crew it. Crew it. What is the district under the jurisdiction of a bishop called? Wamsie. Parish. Jim, no. Diocese. Diocese is correct. The Westminster Dog Show has been held in what city Jim, since? New York City. New York City is correct. Who was the president in part? Who was elected president in part because of his promise to end prohibition? Uh, Fritz. Oh. Fritz. Uh, Hoover? No. Wanzi. Truman. No. No. Moira. Truman. Taft. Oh, God. That's nice. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. Oh, Roosevelt. Man, you're way. Jim. F Wilson. FDR. Who oh, said Roosevelt? Yeah, I did. Name either of the two presidents born in Texas. Jim. Johnson. Jim. Johnson and Eisenhower mm. would be the other mm. one. Mm. Uh, the concept for the song We Are the World was the idea of what now 90-year-old singer, Jack, actor, Bob activist. Geldof. No. I'll do that. 90-year-old uh, what? Singer, Wanzi, actor, Lionel activist. Richie. Jen, no. that was Quincy Jones. It was not. Oh. Mm. Nice try, though, wasn't I it? That was yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, good one. Moira, Bob Geldof. Harry Belafonte. Oh. The year was 1927. Who was the first person sele ever selected as Time Magazine's Man Jim. of the Year? Uh, Lindbergh. Lindbergh is correct. Oh. What building is found on the back of the United States $100 bill? Moira. Wanzi. U.S. Moira. Treasury. What? Jack said the Treasury. Is that oh, right? it's wrong. Fritz, uh, Independence Hall. Independence Hall is correct. Oh, Here's some gay, gay, gay. Oh, just just two, and they're easy. Oh. What playwright and longtime partner of Jessica Lange died in 2017? Go ahead, Mo. Sam Shepard. Sam Shepard is correct. Right. Which ex-husband of Shares died in 2017? Greg Alman. Yeah. Greg Alman is correct. <laughs> there we go. Well, there's that. Trivia, Hamburger Mary's yeah, Wednesdays, half-price drinks. Jim, the next two weeks, that's yes. this Wednesday and next Wednesday, there is absolutely nothing going on downtown at the Deepak or the arena or the soccer stadium. So parking is just a dollar per hour. Head on down there and mm -hmm. easy peasy. Good. There you go. All right. How many people live currently in called Dubuque home? 35,000. Closest to the pin. Jim, oh. uh, 51,000. Jack, 3,500. 78,000. Uh, Jim is closest, 57,637. Oh, yep. All right, guys, thank you very much. Thank hey, Jim, you. I, we have a, a listener to the Monday movie review today in Toulouse, France. No way. Oh. Yeah, they just texted in. Toulouse. Bill Coleman. Oh. Uh, no. Nope. Thank you, guys. Thank you for a Monday <laughs> movie review. This has been the Phillips File Monday movie review with Wanzi and Doug. Let's go check out the news right now. Let's check in with Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman in Ireland has married her favorite character, Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Sure, he's been dead for 300 years and she's a Jack Sparrow impersonator herself, but she says her real human ex-husband is very supportive. Speaking of Ireland, a dingus criminal has had his repeatedly broken into a storage unit was found by police standing underneath a cardboard box in the corner of the room. Police were baffled by how obviously not hiding he was. Speaking of baffling, after banning the use of plastic bags Israel saw an increase in the number of plastic bags still being sold. That's like the Streisand effect. Or the Cobra effect if you want to be more specific. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go to realradio.fm to see the car surfing atop a mudslide wave to safety. And transmission. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From the...
And now the Phillips file presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Don't forget, Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, will be our guest as he normally is on Mondays, upcoming at the top of the hour. Time for that regular round of Closest to the Pin. I'm playing against Lori with Jim the Mailman as a backup. And Fritz, as I head to the soundproof booth, please tell the audience what the prize is. Ooh. You got it. I have a pair of tickets to Wasi's cooking class, Entertaining Made Easy. That's happening January 27th at Wasi's Meat Market in Melbourne. Kick off the 2018 grilling season with Josh of True Craft Barbecue and learn to cook his favorite party foods. Nice. Like buffalo wings. I mean, yeah. these, all, these all sound so good. Mm-hmm. I need a big, I need one of those. Yeah, well... I was going to say Big Green Egg, then I was scared. Wait, am I allowed to say that? No, yeah, Big Green Egg you can say, yes. just not the other. The abbreviated version. And really, we kind of came up with that stupid rule. <laughs> I know. Just... All right, let's get Lori on board. Hello, Lori. Hi, how are you? I'm doing oh. great. How are you doing today? Well, I'm I'm good. I'm a vegetarian, so I don't know about that prize. <laughs> well, don't worry about it. You know what? It'll also make a great gift, okay? So don't... And, and chances are I'm not going to beat Jim anyway. No, no. See, that's no, what that's I don't want to hear. Attitude. No, 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 no. Forget about the prize. Forget about everything except the five questions I am going to ask you. I want you to be in the zone. I want you to answer as quickly as possible because this is something you have a, a, a great chance at winning. It's called Celebrity Dirt Nap, sent by Brad. He's co-producer for All Gaming. This is the musical artist edition, all right? Guess the ages of these well-known people who passed away last year. We want to know their age at the time that they passed away, okay? So I'm going to name five musicians or, or musical celebrities who died last year. You tell me how old they were. You got it? I got it. Be the ball. Here we go. Be the ball. Be the ball. In three, two, one. Rollicking songs, springy guitar riffs, and onstage duck walk defined rock and roll during its early years for Chuck Berry. How old? 74. Not the best musician nor actor, but Partridge family made him a teen idol, David Cassidy. 52. As a singer, musician, and songwriter, he played an essential role in the invention of Southern rock. The midnight, midnight rider, Greg Allman. 76. The legendary singer who defied his genre by fusing country and pop sounds on hits such as Rhinestone Cowboy and By the Time I Get to Phoenix. 78. He was relevant for decades as the dynamic and iconoclastic frontman for his band. He fell into nothing following cardiac arrest. Tom Petty. Uh, 54. Time. All right, good job. I like the way you cut time on Glenn Campbell yeah, there. Yeah, I knew that. Going to put you on hold. Going to bring Jim back in. There you come. Record Lori's time. <laughs> See how she does? She's a vegetarian. Did you know that, Mo? I did. I was listening. Excellent. Here comes Jim, ready to play. Hello, boss. Bring the mic on, Jim. It helps. <laughs> have a category for you, submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's something we do at the start of every year we kind of space these out a little bit so you never know when they're going to come but today 
It's Celebrity Dirt Nap. Celebrity mm-hmm. Dirt Nap, okay. Musical Artists Edition. Guess the ages of these well-known people at the time of their passing last Ooh. year. Last year? It's our annual look. But yeah. Oh, they okay. died in 2017. You tell me how old they are. Okie dokie. Okay? Mm. All right. We're going to reset the clock and begin in three, okay. two, one. Rollicking songs, springy guitar riffs, and onstage duck walk defined rock and roll during its early years for Chuck Berry. 88. Not the best musician nor actor, but Partridge Family made him a teen idol, David Cassidy. Uh, 62. As a singer, musician, and songwriter, he played an essential role in the invention of Southern rock. The Midnight Rider, Greg Allman. Oh, 70. The legendary singer who defied his genre by fusing country and pop sounds on hits such as Rhinestone Cowboy. And by the time I get to Phoenix, Glenn Campbell. Uh, 76. He was relevant for decades as a dynamic and iconoclastic frontman for his band. He fell into nothing following cardiac arrest, Tom Petty. Tom Petty was uh, 66. Time. Whoa, Nelly. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I got your time, but Jim. Not really my wheelhouse. Well, I have to add five seconds of your time. It's Ah, a new thing we're doing in 2018. Okay. It's a five-second handicap. Mm. We've always been doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's five and one, or I don't know. Even records this year, are Five and one, yes. Okay. I wasn't here uh, Thursday, so. Where did you? Yeah, I won. I know I won. Yeah. All righty, then. I don't know about that. So is it five and one or six and one? Five and one. I cha- it was four and one. I changed it. Okay. So I won. Saying. Yep. Thank you. So you uh, only lost uh, once in 2018. I think I've lost twice. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, you're keeping the records. Let me see how many prizes are missing. <laughs> Way to go, Mo. Yeah, see how many prizes have been given away. You had one job. <laughs> All no, right. You're playing. my fault. You're playing against Lori. Celebrity Dirt Nat. Thanks to Brad for the category. Okay. Chuck Berry. Rod Stewart said the first album I ever bought was Chuck's Live at the Tivoli. How old Chuck Berry when he passed last year? Lori said. Uh, 74. Oh, my goodness. Jim? 88. 90. Jim gets that point. It's one. Nothing. Uh, longtime friend with singer Kim Carnes. We are talking about Partridge Family superstar, teen idol David Cassidy. How old? Lori said. 52. And Jim? 62. 67. Jim is closer. Jim gets that point. It's to nothing. Uh, Jim brought up his name in the Monday movie review. I'm talking about Greg Allman, mm-hmm. uh, Midnight Rider. Greg's voice definitely influenced the way I sing, according to the Black Keys, <laughs> Dan Auerbach. How old was Greg Allman when he died? Lori said. 76. Jim. 70. 69. Jim gets the point. Come on, Lori. Hang in there. Uh, how about. Rhinestone Cowboy himself, Glenn Campbell. Long battle with Alzheimer's disease. Finally died last year. He passed what what age? Lori said. 78. Mm, And Jim? 76. 81. Lori's on the board. Uh, Is it three to one? It is. All she needs to do is get this one on the money. And Jim, time. You did not move very quickly. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Mm. How about Tom Petty? Lori. Yeah. On, Big Lori. influence on many, including John Mayer, Taylor Swift. How old was Tom Petty when he died? Much too soon last year. Lori said? 54. Yeah. Jim? 66. On the money. 66. Double points for Jim. He wins 5-1. to one. I'm sorry, Lori. That's the way it goes. Jim, the mailman, you pick up the prize once again. I can declare. I'm the champion. 
I am the greatest. I will whoop them. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge yeah, me? Yeah, thanks for playing. Close only counts in horseshoes. Oh boy. Hand grenades. <laughs> and closest to wow. the pin. 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 <laughs> Had a good day. Yeah. Oh. Synapses are clicking pretty well. Uh, yeah. yeah. All the oh, cylinders are firing nice. as they should. Nice. Doesn't happen every day. <laughs> yeah, some days are better than others, huh? Are you well, talking about yourself or me? Me. You yes. say that, but you would have lost on time. Would I? Yeah. No kidding. Wow. She was quick because she cut Jack off with the Glenn Campbell answer. Yeah. Didn't even have to say his name. Mm-hmm. Rhinestone Cowboys. Have any said? I was going to say, you know, the soup guy. Soup guy. Yeah. Campbell Soup. Never heard of it, Mo? I have Ugh. heard of it. Keith Jackson's passed away, of course, the great uh, play-by-play man, 89 years of age. And then uh, Dolores O'Riordan was uh, with the Cranberries, and she passed away suddenly uh, today. That's big news. 46? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Not cool, bro. That's not right. Of what? Did they give a... Yeah, I would imagine I a heart attack cause or stroke of death or, something. or something. I haven't seen it, yeah. And uh, natural causes does not apply. No, it doesn't. Like with her or Thomas Kincaid when they tried to pull that number. Yeah, but Thomas Kincaid had some major, major, major issues. He was in his low 50s. Mm. Natural causes does not apply. Kincaid. That's unnatural to die at that age. Mm. Well, as Mo said, when your time is up, your time is up. You have an expiration date. Oh, what does she know? I know stuff. Her natural expiration date. It's in the car. It's right from the get-go. That's correct. If you so, checked with an actuar- actuarial, well, they might have said, well, you know. Hey, you might I got no, you know, everything based on the information we have. You're good for 47 years, 46, 47 years. That's about it. Mm-mm. That's why I don't exercise. Because your expiration date is your expiration date. Right. Oh, I just, just go ahead and start smoking a couple of packs of cigarettes, too. No, but I will eat another Dorito. What? Oh. He's been eating all my Doritos. Oh. You see, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not the one see, that's a, that's, the a, that's a food. I you can't eat it now. I don't. I can't. I overdose on them. Right. Oh man, that's, that's when you were I, smoking weed. That's what you went. That's that was what your I, go-to that's what food, I ate right? When I lived in the Virgin Islands, that yeah. was the go-to snack because mm-hmm. there wasn't anything else available except cat food. Jim, these are not your <laughs> regular. <laughs> you almost got there. That's did not you right. close? Did you think about it? No. No. Okay. Um, it's not regular Doritos. It's a new spicy sweet chili. It's an all new Dorito sensation. God, it's so good. They are so. Want try one, Fred? So speaking of food, I saw an advert—not an advertisement, but a uh, recipe—and mm-hmm. I've tried before, not very often, but it was for tofu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on, yeah. just a minute, yeah. everybody. Let's just hold yeah. on for just a second. Yeah. That's what that same thing I did when I first opened <laughs> it up, and I said, "Okay, <laughs> let me see how this is prepared. Let me get the background." Because on Sunday, when it comes to the New York Times in their magazine, it's usually a big background about where the food is from and how the person got attached to the particular food, and then how they prepare it. This yes. person had the same, but uh, she learned to cook it in coconut oil. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, you don't know. And she said it kind of, it was kind of crunchy. Mm-hmm. Crunchy? Yeah, kind of crunchy. Really? Yeah. And you... she, she also marinated it in, God, some, it was called like Bob's Aminos or oh. Charlie's. What is that? Oh, yeah. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, oh, that is so what, a, what is um, Aminos? To me, that's like something you would find, Mo, like acid. in yogurt. I yeah. mean, it's some oh, active, no, I mean... 
What is, what is an amino? amino acids. I mean, they've heard of amino acids, but they had something in a bottle. What is That's it? That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's Bragg's liquid amino Bragg's. acids, right. and That's it's it. it's a very very salty, almost like a soy sauce flavor. Yeah, the, but it's like two percent sodium. It's your your body just pretty much naturally thinks that it's salty. Mm. It's it's a it's incredible, and yeah, you just saute it in that. Put some olive oil, garlic. Oh my god, it's so good. Such a good time. And then you gotta you gotta press the water out of it first and make oh, it. Yeah, she said, it. Yeah, yeah, she, she said, it. cut it a particular way, then uh, then pat it, you know, get it dry. And then yeah, she just uh, said the coconut Seriously? oil. That was the that was a major ingredient because it, it 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 fries hotter than other oils. Uh-huh. That is a, I still don't uh, I, it's good for you, right? Tofu? Yeah. It's all protein. It's all protein, right, Mo? Little tiny, so, tiny but... bit of fat, and there's no cholesterol. And I mean, it takes think... on the flavor of whatever's around. Is it soy? It. Yeah. It's it, soy. Soy. That gives you boobs. Well, you can also do wheat gluten seitan, which is that sounds nastier than tofu. Yeah, I already got boobs. Though. Rather eat cottage cheese. You would? We'll get no. Some. Oh well. Mm. Damn. I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna try it. Try it out. Seriously. Well, what are you gonna, what are you, what are you gonna lose? I mean, it's just like yeah, your masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> Say that to Indians who have been no, eating I don't have to vegetarian worry about my masculinity. millennia now. What's that? Nothing. He's talking about masculinity. No. I said, tell you know, I'm talking about tofu. I'm talking about soy oh, that gives you boobs. Oh. I'm not I already got about- boobs. You know where I got them from? Eating those damn Doritos. So good luck there, champ. <laughs> oh, he told you. <laughs> I've got no problems. I think a, a Whole Foods plant based diet is the way to go. You don't and, do it. No, but I know it's the right thing oh, to do. Not to not need medication uh, to be cure uh, free of disease. Yeah, not have medical problems down the road. We all need to do it. Mm-hmm. Come on, mm. people, let's you know, get on board. Time. Huh. Well, it's a good time. Oh, it's a good time. Eating a burger, it's a damn Girl Scout mint <laughs> chocolate cookies. Oh, the Thin Mints. The, the Thin, thin mints. mints. Ate a box yesterday. Is that all? No. Yes. Kind I've of. gone through two boxes in about. Four days. Where are, you, uh, where are you getting them from? They didn't have the Girl mince. Scouts. I was at the um, at the Crime Line Chili Cookoff. Some they a Girl Scout with a table set up. Yes. So I bought the caramel delights. Oh, those are my favorite. Those, those are good. good. Put those yeah. thin mints in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Get them nice. Oh, That's the way to go. That now, is the way to go. That was my first. Damn, they're good. When I was young, that was my favorite cookie until my palate developed and matured. And now what? I w- grew into the caramel delights. What about the um? And also Doritos. Oh, the, oh, you know what's good? The one with the peanut butter inside, Mo. The chocolate outside? Yeah, 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 peanut yeah, butter yeah, inside. Yeah, that's a good time. Chocolate p- patties See, or something. I have a mature palate. Would you eat uh, strawberry ice cream this time of year? That's weird. You better believe I would. Mo says it's it's no, not it's acceptable weird. to be eating strawberry ice cream this time of year. That's correct. Mo's weird. Seems like a summer food to me. Just saying. You can eat whatever yeah, you want, but I think it's If you were going out food. to pick it, perhaps. However... It's a frozen food, Mo. You keep it in your freezer. I understand. I just think it sounds like a summer food. Peach ice cream, strawberry ice cream. Those kind of fruity ice cream seem like summer options. How about a peach pie? What do they eat? Because I can go to Publix right now and get one of those mini peach pies, and that's a good time. Are you sure you're going to get peach, though? You might get apple. I might get apple, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. I like the apple better than the peach. You do? So you're hoping when you get a peach, it's really apple? I'd rather have the apple, but I'll go with peach. If it turns out to be peach, okay, that's all right. Yeah. But you understand that the thing, it's like it's it's freshest and it's it's best in the season that it's from. So why not have it in I agree the if you're making your own ice cream. 
I know if you're that churning Breyers, out your own ice cream. No, I, I agree. I know Briars is making it all year long. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. They freeze it and it's fine. But I'm thinking that it's best when it's fresh. Just strawberry. Is okay. it because of the berry? Uh-huh. Oh, totally. Could you have strawberry-flavored ice cream without the strawberries in it? Would that be okay? No pieces? Oh, it's just strawberry-tasting ice cream. Yeah, put it in a sock. Just some, let... some people don't like the pieces. Oh, I like the pieces. Mm-mm. No, the pieces of strawberry, that's the best part. You don't know. I you're do. missing out if you're only eating it three months out of the year. What if you get a banana split? Yeah, you get chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Yeah. So you can't have a banana split until what? Summer? No. No, that's fine. I'm just saying when you order Neapolitan even, you get open you open the carton and it's chocolate, vanilla, strawberry in the same carton. That usually doesn't have pieces in it either. So I guess you could have that all the time. But if you're having fret with pieces in it, that is a summer food. Just saying. I've now determined that Moe's eating habits are weirder than Jack's. Thank you. I beg your pardon. Yeah. No, you're mistaken. You know, like uh, you know, flan and pudding yeah. and anything that's creamy, but yeah. you like the inside of an eclair. Yeah. I like an eclair or a, a Boston cream. Thank you. Good time. But right if I there. just had a bowl of the stuff that goes inside an eclair. Oh. <laughs> now that is nasty. It's all about so the if presentation. I had a, if I had a, you like jelly donuts? Yeah, they're okay. All right. Not my, you know, not my go-to donut. I bet an eclair. Okay, an eclair. You like the eclair? You like or the, the whole Boston thing? Cream. Yeah. Or Boston cream. Correct. So if I got a Boston cream, whatever, and I said, I'm sorry, we ran out of the cake for the Boston cream pie, which is really a cake. Yeah. But I got the I bought I got the Boston cream. I got a bowl of the Boston cream the here. Filling? No. <laughs> God, Daddy. No thanks. See, just... That's no. That's it's it's all in the presentation. You know that gelatinous looking flan or whatever. It's like gross to me. That's oh, good stuff. I know a lot. Three of milk cake. You don't like no, that either. No, that's another one. Mm-mm. And yeah. By the way, people texting in real mobile seven seven zero three one powered by David Moss Chevrolet. They want to let Mo that in Florida it is strawberry season. Oh, February is yeah coming up. Yeah, do Plant some picking. City. Yep. Hope there's not another freeze. You picking know what I'm saying? And yep. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Chance to win one thousand dollars is just minutes away on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Um, Phillips Five this Monday, every Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney at Law Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. He shows up. We talk about various things, including the law sometimes. Maybe bits of legislation that are moving through the state capitol or maybe through Congress. So it's good to see you again, Counselor. Very good to see you. So uh, what's happening? With I don't you? like the soy thing. I don't think you should be doing it. The I'm, uh, I'm, no, I'm no doctor here. Tofu? What, the but tofu I'm with thing? I'm with Jack. Yes. I'm with no Jack. No boobs. I mean, it's not age. just about the boobs. I, it's estrogen. It's your estrogen levels crank. You know, things... You don't want your estrogen to crank. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. There's all kinds My of My testosterone bad... level is fine. I'm not I talking don't... about a testosterone. I'm talking about estrogen. Estrogen. So you're saying that people who eat tofu are non-meat eaters. Mm-hmm. How, how do they... I'm not talking about women. That's a separate issue. I'm talking about for men... 
All I know is my doctor has specifically told me to my, my this is just my doctor's advice. Maybe there's other ones that disagree, but I'd read some, you know, literature on it. My doctor said well, your voice is gonna go higher, you're gonna lose your chest hair. I think anything that would be in common with elevated estrogen levels in men would be what you know would be the issue. Well, so that stop could watching be, those chick flicks that you you know, maybe that'll help a little bit. Oh man, I'm looking out for you. <laughs> I, don't think I'm, I don't think I'm known for liking chick flicks, although I got no objection to them. Great. Yeah, it depends I'm which one confident. they are. I mean it doesn't I watch any of them. Any McConaughey. Failure to launch like doing a, it. it looked like a nice recipe. I don't know anything about tofu. I've had it in the past. It didn't make any any impression on me. Mm-hmm. I'm simply saying this particular recipe looked interesting. It wasn't like, hi, guess what? I have decided that all I'm going to eat for the rest of my life is tofu. And two just, words, two words, gynecomastia, and uh, you're going to need to take more Viagra. Those estrogen How do you know crank. that I take any Viagra? Oh, well, if you, you don't, you'll more. need to take more. So more is anything less than zero. How about that? Whatever. Is that Excuse a problem, me. though? What? Viagra? No, yeah. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's... It's fine if you want a headache. There's other stuff, too. The metabolism, you know. Anyway. Jeez. But I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm just telling well, you what, what brought that on. Did you st- <laughs> did you go to your doctor and say, I thought about eating tofu? And he said, whoa, whoa, whoa there, partner. No, I got older, and my doctor, my doctor wrote an article on it, and I read it. And I thought, all right, well... You gotta be aware. Are you worried about your level of testosterone? No, they have patches. Hey, look no, at the not. bright side. Your beard growth will slow, Jim. Ah, you there, there lose we go. hair on your arms and chest and legs, mm-hmm. and you'll stop waking up with wood. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you, you look like you're reading, Jack? I am. You're this reading. Is, yeah, this is a from what. Just eating tofu? No, it's a story in. at Men's Health. Uh, what about uh, what about the soybean? James bean? Price, he's a retired Edamame. U.S. Army intelligence officer. Oh, yeah, okay. He said he felt like his body was feminizing. Oh, that's what not is that? A... I don't even know what that means. Feminizing. Uh, he's got boobs, no Jim. I did do one thing that I I Ooh, didn't I... plan on it, but I got a gift, and I heard you talking about it, and I I wrote it down to remember to talk, and I I I got an instant pot. Oh, you did? did? As a gift. <laughs> as a gift. It doesn't matter whether you buy one or get one as a I gift. I got one. This is... But I need, like, direction here. I need to know what I need to be cookbook. cooking. Isn't there any You read the directions, directions in of it? the Instapot, and then you get an Instapot. Go to Amazon.com. It's got to be an Instapot cookbook? Yes. It should yes. be. Yeah, well, so how else so are so screw it up? What else would it be? Yeah. I don't know. It could be any type of cookbook. No, Maybe there's can't. somebody that knows no, about no, Instapot. No, no, I don't know. A big green egg cookbook? He called you, dude. Oh, no. No, it's a... You're steaming things. You have to use. You have to know what you're doing with the Instapot. You can't just throw things in there. Like, I don't know anything about a French Instapot. cookbook. I said, I think I'll make uh, you know uh, uh, some di- and then just throw it in the in the Instapot. It doesn't work. Well, that way. I, don't, I all I know is that I've got a box that has been unopened with an Instapot in I mean, it, and I want to get guidance from you. You don't need any guidance from me. Just well, get just a cookbook, got some. man. Just get a cookbook. Get I'm gonna do e- it. There's on Amazon.com. Get the cookbook for the for Indian food by using the Instapot. It's that good. It is that good. You like in, you like hot food though. You like Indian food. If you like, well, Indian, hot food, I don't know about. Uh, so you don't you have might... to make Indian food. You can make good food too. I'm in. You like Indian food? Yeah. You like curries and things I like do. that? Yeah. Okay. Like all kinds of foods. I'm in. I'm gonna get the cookbook. I'm gonna try it out. I'll report back to you next week on it. I'll get your recipe. All right. Oh well, you have gotten me some cookbooks in the past. My my go to Cuban cookbook is yeah. from you. 
Yeah, they don't publish that anymore. Anyway, really? what else is happening? <laughs> I mean, in the legal world or that's in the, the best Cuban, that's in my the best world. Cuban food cookbook around. It's great. I love it. I love it. I, I and fr- I know you love the vodka frita, and I do love that as well. But the picadillo is good too. That's a great cookbook. Really and, good. Uh, now, if you want a, a copy, you have to pay about seventy five dollars. No it. way. It's out, of yeah, print. it's out of print. Yeah. Wow. So, what do you got there on your list? Uh, my list of law. By the way, another porn actress has stepped forward to say that uh, when Donald Trump was having his, uh, his um, uh, whatever you want to call it. Dalliance? With, yeah, with uh, Stormy Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, that um, he called down to Alana Evans' room and, uh, and invited her to come up. This and is join short- in? Yes. And to have threesome. To have a threesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Uh- but you don't Donald like Stormy Trump? Daniels? Oh, God. With oh, Trump. You don't like Donald Trump. Oh, no. It's Trump. No. My parents raised a good boy. We don't, we don't even think about things like that. Mm-hmm. Stormy calls me four or five times, she says. By the last two phone calls, she's with Donald, and I can hear him, and he's talking through the Ew. phone to me saying, oh, come on, Alana. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Come to the party. We're waiting for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he's a germaphobe, though, so why would he want to like go down that road? Yeah, why would he, why would he take any sex? chance? Yeah, it's weird. I can't, I can't speak for Donald Trump, nor do I want to. Oh, no, thank you. Besides being a sexist and a misogynist and a national populist and a nativist, uh, he's also a racist. But other than that, I suppose he's a fairly nice guy. He's intellectually incurious. Anyway, what else you got? Sure Wait. a peach. Well, I've got the... Uh the items that we need to be looking to on the legislative agenda. So here's what happens. Normally the legislature session runs in spring. Yeah. It's an election year. So back it up to January. That's right. So the state legislature. That's right. So in Florida, we are in legislative session session. It's going to go until March 9th. And I thought I'd pull a couple highlights from the session. Do you think they're going to pass a law that uh, will allow police officers to tick pe- ticket people if they're on their cell phones? Absol- absolutely. Not I think by they seeing will. them on their cell phones. Because be now bad. there has to be another reason. I would say, yeah, right now, it's a, over. Right now it's a secondary yeah. offense. So if you get, you know, to get ticketed for texting while driving, you know, you have to have been pulled over for something else. Absolutely. And the reason I think that is because uh, Richard Corcoran is behind that. He is a speaker. He's a very powerful speaker, and if he wants it to get done, it's going to get done. Oh, and, and if he supports it, which I believe he does, um, it is going to happen. And frankly, I'm in favor of, of that. because I wrote, actually wrote about that. I wrote a book about that. Um, and there's, there's a lot, a lot of evidence, a lot of studies out there that texting while driving is, frankly, as or more dangerous than almost any other activity, including DUI, frankly. A lot of people, um, you know... Uh, they know that they, I want to call it an addiction to Facebook and other mm-hmm. uh, social media platforms. And I read a story over the weekend that there's some people, I guess you can go way down deep into your into your phone and not turn it, not turn it black in the background, not black and white, but gray. And if you turn it gray, mm-hmm. you will, you'll be much less likely to go back to your phone. What? Because it's really? the colors. Human this being... is turning down the brightness? No. It, there, you can make this a gray ba- background. Gray. Uh, okay. Your sleep the whole screen, thing. your whole Because day. human beings are naturally drawn to bright colors. Hmm. And the social media platforms and the apps, they all know that. They all know human beings are attracted to bright colors. That's why all these things are in bright colors. 
Mm-hmm. So if you take it down to a gray level, you'll be less likely to pick it up and check it and go through this and spend 10, 15 minutes just scrolling through stuff. Yeah. Huh. It's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Because I'd like to do less of it. I tweet a lot. But you can't... The problem is... I'm not a Facebook guy, but Twitter... Oh, you and the I'm Trumpster. always checking sure. Twitter. The I'm problem is you checking. can't make that Twitter background or that Facebook background That's different. I mean, they've, they've got that locked down. Mm. No, you, the whole thing goes gray. Really? On Facebook? Yeah, everything goes gray. Wow. Oh, the whole screen. Yeah. You don't oh, wow. get it. You okay. Don't, what I'm saying I thought you were talking about like the home all, screen only. No, all the colors are eliminated. Wow. Can so you, it's like black and white all of a sudden yeah. on your phone. Yeah, all but right. it's not even all black right. I get and it white. It's, it's like the color of your suit. Okay. It's gray. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if... There's that whole dopamine fix. Everybody get every time you check an email, you get something that comes in, or there's somebody no gets a like. There's no question People about love it. it. There's no question about it. Yep. You're looking for some kind of thing. Oh yeah, you've been you've been liked. Uh, people like what you have to say. This this that you're looking for that you're looking for that shot. So why no Facebook for you? Why don't you love that? I, mean, I just don't. I just don't like it very much. But you like Twitter better. I tweet all the time. Yeah. Hmm. Especially when it comes to UCF people. Oh boy. Yeah, they just. Mm-hmm. They get very angry. Jim's trolling. And when, they, and when they get Stoking angry. Stoking the fire, is that what you're doing? And when they get angry, it's just like, oh, well, you haven't seen anything you yet. Are good. you trolling them? Is that to what's a, happening? To a degree. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. I, yeah. Interesting. They get I, a little full of themselves. So I said, man, you know, Jimbo's got to put you in your place a little bit. And pretty good. put me in my place. You feel like that's your responsibility? Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty good in the Twitter world. I'm not, I don't, I'm not great at Facebooking. I've never know what to really post. I'm always wondering, is this worthy of a post? Yeah. So then I go, I start to write. I'm like, ah, this isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to see what a meeting today. <laughs> but that's what you're supposed to do is put everything out there. Uh, is it Facebook changing? And have they changed their uh, their operation essentially to move away from the standard news organizations and reposting those things? Because uh, Zuckerberg just essentially wants to return or or put Facebook in a position where essentially people on Facebook are just sharing information with family and friends and to get away from, uh, get away from, well, because be they, t- well, they've taken so much they're, heat. They're saying today, I saw a report that the move could cost him billions. I think it already has. Yeah. How would it Three cost billion him or something? Yeah. Stock prices. Jeff Bezos. Advertising. Rich. $100 billion. I got friends from high school. One. All they do is do construction wow. for Amazon. When we come back, I want to talk about Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> You've been checking into it? I've been paying attention for a while, but I've been, as of lately... I, I can't make heads or tails. past few days, I have a little bit more information about it, but I'm still not uh, confident enough to say, let's give it a whirl. I'll be ready. On that kind of money. There's other cryptocurrencies out there, too, you know. 1599 yeah, or something? But I'm not, I don't have faith in Bitcoin, so I wouldn't say, well, let me try this one instead. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Phillips File for this uh, Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, is with us. You think Donald Trump is a racist? (laughs) Are you allowed to... Counselor, hello, awake. Well, Manila Do you want calling. my legal opinion on this? No, <laughs> you threw want your opinion. Nope. You threw him a grenade. I think he was trying to throw. Does he throw his body on it? Does he throw no, it no, back? No, there is a legal opinion. It's just an observation. I have no legal pe- opinion on that. Okay, no legal opinion on that. Too many Trump people who are, might be clients. I mean, you have to I want every type that. of client: capitalist, communist, and as long as they're uh, good people, I want to help them. You know, the 51% of millennials polled do not have faith in the capitalistic system. Hmm. I did hear that. 
I did hear that. So, moving on. What do they think is better? <laughs> uh, democratic socialism. Oh. Yes. So kind of more like you, Mo. I think that's probably right. <laughs> yeah. They're so smart, those millennials. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that statistic, too. I mean, it probably... I wonder if you compare that generationally, would that be different for the same point in time for you know Gen X or the same point in time for baby boomers? I Meaning, if it took a poll of baby no. boomers of the same age, no, I wonder. I don't think no. I don't Gen think X, so. no, they they just don't they, because they see what's happened to their generation. Essentially, they're locked into mm. uh, you know these gigantic, gigantic student loans. Unlike my generation, not that we didn't have loans, but not to the extent that this generation does. Oh yeah, they were told uh, engage yourself in the capitalistic system, go to college, get a degree, a job will be out there for you. They're finding out this is not uh, it's just not true, and they don't have the faith. You know, it's not a complete rejection. It's just they don't have as much faith in the capitalistic system, and they're more inclined to move more towards an economic system that you might see in, let's say, portions of Scandinavia. Well, not they think it's more in tune to who they are and what they want to be and what they foresee as the best economic system for the entire body politic. I'll toss it over to you. Yeah, I think they skewed um, Bernie as well. I mean, which would be in line with that. Um, but I, but I wonder if if the time of the polling has something to do with it. Meaning, I've, I I wonder that if you pull the same generation in twenty years, will they still feel the same way? And I I don't really know. You know, I think I think it depends on what their economic condition might be. Probably Who's to say I don't or know the successes of, or failures of you know of a mixed economy or a capitalist economy or, or you know the or country socialist. might be better off with a democratic socialist type of uh, type of economy. We have some. The fact of the matter is a very small percentage of, of Americans are getting filthy, filthy, filthy rich, and the rest of America is not catching up. And that, sooner or later, the peasants become angry. Well, if you've got the pitchforks and the torches come out, I'm absolutely convinced of that. Yeah, a lot of people say we're in a parallel to the, to the Gilded Age, except what nobody's figured out is that the robber barons of this age are the, the tech billionaires. Nobody's figured that out yet. Yeah, but there are very few and far between. Let me move on to something else. What about Bitcoin? What do you think? Well, I think millenn- I, I think millennials love Bitcoin, huh? I think millennials also love Bitcoin, and that's it's as, it's part of that is a desire to get to rich. buck that system to what did, what did you say, Fritz? Get, get rich. rich. Well, that too, but you know, it's a it's it's that idea. Can of, I invest five hundred dollars in Bitcoin? I think if you had done that yeah. in two thousand fourteen, you have seven million right now. And say, uh, 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 there any a, a broker out there and say yes, you can buy uh, you know a portion of Bitcoin. You know, one Bitcoin is blah blah blah, but you can buy a portion of it, of this cryptocurrency. And if you have five hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, ten thousand dollars, fifty thousand, yes, we can make this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could buy Bitcoin. Like I said, if you bought it in 2014, you'd have seven no, million dollars that. right now. Where do you go to crazy. buy Bitcoin? Okay, so well, how much money do you have to get into Bitcoin? I mean, you could buy a dollar of Bitcoin, or you could buy a you know, million dollars. Where do you go? How do you well, get that small that's, of a portion? So what's interesting is everybody I don't think says that's a dollar. So right now, you know, there's there's talk: Are we in a bubble? Are we in a cryptocurrency bubble? But the the your question right there to me ans- is the answer to that question. Meaning, it's not that easy for you to get it. You can't call your broker and get it right now. You can't log into your Scott Trade, Ameritrade account, whatever you know, day trading account you have, and buy it. You know, it's not. Where do you go to buy it? You you have to use 
you know, some application that will let you make that purchase. So you have to exchange it on that market. What's the minimum amount? You're paying I mean, you're paying cash for Bitcoin. Is that right? You can pay for cash for Bitcoin, or you can use another cryptocurrency to buy uh, Bitcoin. You let's can say, trade that. All right. I don't have any cryptocurrency. Sure. Let's let's just play with me here. Most of the people, they don't have cryptocurrency. So but I'm interested in Bitcoin. How do I buy Bitcoin? And what's the minimum amount of money that I need to buy Bitcoin? So what happens is there are there are exchanges. So the Winklevoss twins own an exchange. I think they own Gemini. That is a place you can go and make purchases and trade cryptocurrency. Or there's another company called Coinbase. They're out of San Francisco, you know, and and their their headquarters is there. That's another place you could effectively go and buy it. But the thing is, you've got to take that additional step right now. What's happening is investment banking is now seeing an opportunity, and institutional and investment banks are seeing an opportunity, and and therefore there will be electronic ETFs, electronically traded funds. There'll be an opportunity on the. Potentially in the commodities market, I think it's already treated as a commodity. What's the advantage or so the advantage of uh, of cryptocurrency? No middleman. Well, I mean, the idea, frankly, there's the the idea is a it's a political idea. I mean, it is a bucking the system. It is taking control of money out of governments. That's where it came from I'm originally. Not, I'm not thinking that far. Most people are. What's the advantage? No, but this is where the inventor point, was. But I don't have to pay points on a loan. Yeah, well, I mean, you got you're supposed to pay tax on it. I think the they the U.S. has issued a ruling on that. It's treated as property and income is like any other income. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of questions about that. And What's the minimum amount that I can buy? I, I mean, you can Are, buy a dollar, you but you've got to pay transaction costs. That's kind of a personal question, but... I don't think you can buy a dollar. Yeah, I think you got to buy, like... I think you'd have to buy more just because of the mere well, transaction costs. So what, what's, the, what's the minimum amount? You go buy I mean, 25 I might bucks. Have, I might sell some of the junk I have. Got enough of it. And come up with five hundred dollars. If I could invest five hundred dollars in Bitcoin, just to see what happens, can't be any it. worse than that damn racehorse I had. I mean, and it, I don't know that it's that dissimilar right now. I mean, it's it's it's. I'm not, skittish about things like that. I'm I just uh, I'm just mm-hmm. a steady Eddie when it comes to look. I think the stock market is is a gigantic bubble. I think stocks are highly overvalued. But I there's think a big difference. I, I think there's only a mat. I know. But I said I'm a steady Eddie, and I invest my money in stocks and mutual funds and things like that. A little bit of maybe precious metals. But I think there's a bubble, and the bubble will burst. How far down it goes, I have no idea. But Mm. what I'm saying is I'm too skittish for something like a cryptocurrency. Yeah, with the stock market, you're buying, you know, a security that has is backed by some value. There's something there. You know, even if the company doesn't turn a profit, there is still a company with a cryptocurrency, whatever one you buy, you're essentially just trading one form of currency for another. Sounds to me that it's too easy to get ripped off. Jim, the uh, Texas Room Mobile 77031, uh, at least half a dozen uh, recommending Coinbase, yeah, Coinbase, the app or Coinbase.com. Uh, you can buy Bitcoin anywhere from a dollar to a million. You just link it to your bank account, and then you can make the no, Oh, that's no, really no. scary. Yeah, I don't want to link that to my bank that's account. That's how you get well, funds I know, somewhere. But I, I, that's yeah. fine, but I'm not linking my bank account to any cryptocurrency. I mean, that's that's that scares me right there. Good luck, everybody. You know, one of the issues right now is people are buying it on their credit cards, and what's happening is they're buying no. it as an investment. No. There's a 4% transaction fee to do that. So the question is, is your... Is your return going to outweigh that transaction fee? No. So you could buy it on a credit card. You could buy it through your bank. You could yeah, lots of ways you could finance it. Makes me it. too nervous. You have like, to get I've it through an app. And too then long, to... too hard to get to a fairly decent point. It will be after here after many, it... many years, and I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't take the chance. I just wouldn't do it. And maybe people are. Maybe thousands and thousands of people will become zillionaires. I don't know. Good luck. Best. 
That's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. what is interesting I'm about it is whatever happens, and I don't know if it's going to be Bitcoin, but cryptocurrency is here to stay. I mean, the, the, the issue is, you know, some of the newer currencies have a different technological base. They have a different background and they have an easier ability to, to manage transactions. And as soon as you have some vendor like Apple or a major player like Amazon yeah. suddenly say we're taking it or we're behind it. Right. Then uh, instantly there will be it will legitimize it to a large degree, and you will mm. see a boom, a boom or a bust. I mean, I yes. think we're going to see boom and bust. It's a new technology. It's a new cycle, and nobody really knows what to make of it. Except that you know, a lot of people saw values go through the roof over the last six months. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you had ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin, then over the course of whatever it, it went to three hundred thousand dollars, you can just cash it in. Yeah, you could, but I mean, yeah, I mean, can you literally cash it in? You, you, you can buy and sell it. it. You can buy and sell it, but I mean, the, the, and there are yeah, risks. But if you too. sell it, are you getting? Are you getting? Oh yeah, my Bitcoin's up for sale. It's worth three hundred thousand dollars. Yes. I invested ten thousand. It's worth three hundred dollars. And somebody comes it? along and says, "I'll pay you two hundred thousand dollars cash for it." I mean, it is a currency, so yes, you can trade it back and forth for dollars yeah, see, or buy and sell. Too, it's too still. It's too mishy mash. Yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying. I felt that way too. I remember talking about it a few years ago. I wish I'd bought $500 a few years ago, though. I mean, I can tell you that. Thank you, Stephen Kramer, attorney at law. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Can take a little break. When we come back, of course, we'll have some drive-home music for you. I don't know if it's going to be Kim Jong-un's girl band band, or the Cranberries. And then we'll have PPT to wrap things up. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Nine people are now facing misdemeanors after feeding the homeless population in San Diego. Didn't Orlando go through this a few years ago? Why is this still a thing? The FBI has reportedly called Apple quote jerks unquote for making the iPhone so hard to crack. The iPhone is no harder to crack than any other phone. Once it hits asphalt, goodbye. Lastly, a police dog tasked with the difficult job of tracking down a steak thief made quick work of the suspect. He was carrying three large steak packages when the canine tackled and took him down. Next time wrap yourself in long hot dog links. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Download it on your smartphone or tablet and keep Big Daddy in your pocket wherever you go. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From- You're listening to The Phillips File.
Boy, it really gets my music uh, juices flowing, but you know what really get me going mm, is what? Kim Jong-un's female band that he wants to send to South Korea as uh, part of the Olympics ceremonies, and I think we have uh, one of their recordings. Uh, Yeah, here is Morin Bong. Bomb the United. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what they're singing, but it is interesting. It's I'm sure it has something to do with their great leader. It's all Korean curse words. Oh, the band emulates the Spice Girls with a political twist. Oh, wow, yeah. something with new a, in North a Korea. Political twist. <laughs> so is- is it like Pussy Riot in Russia? I mean, are they accepted, no, no, though? No, 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 they're no. They're the opposite. No, you they're, can't. No. Oh, oh, so they're the government girl band. They're Which the is why they're Kim Jong-un's oh, favorite band. Well, they're really not a goose step, though, in North Korea. i got to give them credit there. They're when good. they have they these big marches and these big uh, parades, military yeah. parades, yeah. man, alive. They, they slam their step. feet down. I'm wondering if they're going to get plantar fasciitis. It's almost like their lives depend on it. What's that? It's almost like their lives depend on it. That's how lockstep they are. They are in. Probably their lives do depend on it. Yeah. God help any one of them who trips. Really? Or gets out of sync. Ugh. Yeah, it, then everybody sort of tumbles like dominoes. Oh. You know, if you, get, good. If you get off step out, out of shoot you with any aircraft oh, guns. Oh, my God. Kim Jong-un and North Korean Leia, leader handpicked members of the girl band, mm-hmm. Warren Bong. Mm-hmm. He's talking to Olympic officials about having the band perform at the Winter Olympics. The group formed uh, in 2012, mainly performed songs in tribute to their country and the dictator of himself. Of course they did, yeah. What did Paul Ryan say? It just came to mind. Mm. What did Paul Ryan... It's Ryan's, not helpful. No, what did Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House, say... Regarding Donald Trump's comments about Africa and Haiti. It's unfortunate and not helpful. I was disappointed or something. Like, really. Inappropriate, unfortunate, Unfortunate. and inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Not helpful. There's a guy on one of the pundits on on Morning Joe this morning. I don't know where he headed a think tank or, but, you know, you look at him go, bald glasses, you know, just a straight arrow. Mm -hmm. And he says, no, you use the words inappropriate and and unfortunate when the chief, when the commander in chief breaks wind in a cabinet meeting. That's, that's unfortunate. inappropriate wow, and unfortunate. that's unfortunate. unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> P.U., that's <laughs> unfortunate, Donald. I mean, that's the word you use <laughs> yeah. when the president right. breaks not when he, yeah. yeah, Not when he calls all of Africa and Haiti uh, a blank hole. All right, let's uh, play you... some. What? what? Go ahead, Fritz. Get uh, your last licks in. Yeah, I was just about to say, you know, uh, how did you rank that fart? It was unhelpful. All right, let's move on Thank to PPT. Thank you, Fritz. Oh, my God. I'm he's glad got he one more, for that. He's got one more duty. <laughs> duty. I get it. Yep. Oh. I have a pair of tickets to see Uriah. Is it Uriah Heap? It is Uriah Heap. Oh, my yeah. gosh. At the House yes. of Blues on Wednesday. Oh. How do you not know that? February 14th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Uriah Heap. God, I have heard that that band. That's a blast out of the past or whatever. Yeah, blast from the mid-60s, past. Mid-60s, maybe? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Let's see. 69 is when they formed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good enough. They're coming here? Yeah. Coming oh, yeah. Here. You don't want to miss it. Mm-mm. February 14th. Uh, That's a great Valentine date. You know, Aww. you don't know what else to do for Valentine's? Go to see Uriah Heap. There you go. <laughs> I think that might be the... 
I don't know. For me, that would that would be the worst Valentine date ever. I think that would be an excellent Valentine's Day because yeah. otherwise you go to the restaurant, you look around at all the other saps that are sitting there with that no, look. Here's yeah. the look on their face. I guess. Why am what I paying am I 10 doing? times the all amount? All I want is a new Xbox. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, here we are, you know, fixed menu. Yeah, they always do price fix on, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. They, they, you can just see them. They're just like... Oh, thanks for the reminder. Oh, why do I? I gotta do something. Uh, you know. Jack, you always go to Valentine's the day before. Oh, yeah, that's a smart move. That's right. Yeah, do it before, that's following a... weekend or whatever. Maybe Surprise I'll... them the day before, a couple of days in advance with flowers. Mm. Always works. Maybe a picnic. With there you go. Peanut butter Nick, and Nick, you're jelly. first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Oh. Uh, go person. Person. Name this person. Okay. Clue number one, this person was born the daughter of a scholar and a fashion model. As a matter of fact, I'll give you another clue. Mm-hmm. This person is a female. I'll give you another clue. This yeah. person is an actress. Alive? Yes. Oh. This person was born the daughter of a scholar and a fashion model. She. Hmm. Um. and a fashion model. Hmm. You know, I have. You got to pick, no an, actress, then. Just oh, pick just, an, um, just, just pick an actress. Just pick an actress. Did you say an actress? Yeah, actress. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, go with, I don't know. I have no idea. You can pick an actress, though, right? You could come pick up with a name. Pick one for him, Mo. Yeah. Uh, pick oh. one for me, Mo. Pick, no. pick one. Pick one, okay. Mo. Hey, come on, Mo. Say Meryl Streep. That's your final answer? All right, it's not Meryl oh, Streep. Oh, sorry. Way to go. Nice guess, sir. Are you calling me sir? Paul, clue number two. <laughs> the Dalai Lama made home visits, but less often as the family moved frequently. Oh. Oh. The Dalai Lama made home visits, but less often, as the family moved frequently. This person was born the daughter of a scholar and a fashion model. Really? She is an actress. Not giving any more clues than that. Is it Padma Lakshmi? Who? That's your final answer. I'm sorry. I don't even know. Pat, yeah. Pat, Pat Malachi. Malachi. I don't know Pat whether it was Malachi. a joke. You heard of what? the Malachi Crunch, I don't right? know what that means. Kent, nope. here we go. Clue number three. Common Bond, love interest, Timothy Hutton, Ethan Hawke, and John Cusack. So that's the age group now Ooh. we're going with, huh? Uh, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. That's your final answer. Oh, no, Susan Sarandon. No? Two more to go. I might have to it. slow it down a little bit. Please. Mo, you have any idea? Nope. If the Dalai Lama visited, I I think I know. You do? Yeah, because I handed Jim the sheet. Oh well, God, you cheated! I didn't cheat. There we go, Benny. Benny, clue number four. One other time, please. Thank you. It only took one dangerous liaison to turn this gangly, ugly duckling into a sexy screen swan. Anytime, Benny. Come on, Benny. Uh, shoot. No. Yeah, so you can look it up. It only took no, one no, dangerous. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. All right, let's not to get defensive, you know. But, you know, usually when people say, can you repeat that, what they're doing is they're looking it up on their laptop. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, no, I trust no, you. Sorry. All right, it's okay, Benny. <laughs> Suddenly, everybody settled in. One at a time, Benny. It only <laughs> took one dangerous liaison to turn this gangly, ugly duckling into a sexy screen swan. Alright. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston. That's your final answer? No, it's not. That's a good guess, yeah. though. Mm. She's coming out with a new movie, isn't she? I don't know. Okay. Is that the last clue? 
Now there's, there's one more. One more. The, the last one's the giveaway. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the, I mean, it's just the giveaway. Mm-hmm. No idea, Mo. Huh? No. Oh, is it? Who? No, it's not. <laughs> well, Jack thinks it's hey. Hold on. Oh, no, he told yeah, me. I, yeah, oh, that's I, the right Jack answer. Jack knows yeah. the answer. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me the sheet. All right, Brian, here we go. Here's the giveaway clue, Brian. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, Brian, let's uh, slow this down just a little bit. Okay. Here we go, Brian. Clue number five. As a matter of fact, I'll repeat all the clues. I've got to kill some time here. All right, listen, Brian. Clue number one, this person was born the daughter of a scholar and fashion model. Clue number two, the Dalai Lama made home visits but less often as the family moved frequently. Mm -hmm. Common bond, love interests, Timothy Hutton, Ethan Hawke, John Cusack. Clue number four, it only took one dangerous liaison to turn this gangly, ugly duckling into a sexy screen swan. Really? Clue number five. She tried to kill Bill twice, saving her best chances for John Travolta. Why don't you say that before? (laughs) Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, There you go. Uma Thurman. Good job. All right. Smarty pants. Knew it. Uma Thurman. Jack knew it. I didn't realize he knew the answer. I knew the answer. Mm Mm-hmm. Big fan, Pulp Fiction, big fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uma, Oprah, Oprah. I saw the uh, David Letterman interview of uh, Barack Obama. I thought he was pretty good. And it's also debuted uh, David Letterman's new Netflix series, and my next guest needs no introduction, so it's like hour-long, you know, Mm -hmm. these longer interviews, and President Obama was his first guest. I think he'd be a good uh, Charlie Rose. That's a good get. Who, Mm -hmm. Dave? Yes, he's a good good interviewer. Yes. I mean, it's you know, he's got a couple of... Gets Un- a couple of lines in there, but it's not. Unlike some it's of not his, the Dave David Letterman show. Unlike some right. of his other like hosts who don't ever ask a question, they just pontificate. He does yeah. actually ask a question and shut up enough for an no, answer. Oh, well, he gets yeah. some, he makes some observations about his own life mm. and uh, and things, but uh, it's not. I don't well, know if the word is so much polemical, but he you know there are other questions that you know when I was watching the interview. Well. I would have asked him this and that, whatever. But it's. I thought it was pretty good. Oh yeah, and I like the beard. I'm kind of used to it now. I don't like it. I like it. I, I think it gives him a certain amount of gravitas, if that's the right word. I think he looks like a smelly homeless person. Well, he's in a suit. <laughs> well, that's he's not fine. in. I think he looks like he's a smelly homeless person. <laughs> because it's like dappled. It's like white it's, and gray. It's, no, he just. It doesn't look clean to me. It doesn't look. You know, um, manicured or anything. It just looks like... Well, that's what it, it is. That's the type of beard he has. I like it. Dresses I, I well. It looks like he doesn't dress as well as he did on Yeah, he always had his a double-breasted suit and all that, yeah. But, uh, and George Clooney's his next uh, oh, guest. Oh, now that yeah. I have to. So I think it's once a month they drop a new interview. Mm. Jim, I've been watching Black Mirror a lot. Black Mirror. You've seen it, I've seen right? one episode. One episode? Well, I finished. First season was only three episodes. There's four episodes in the second season. I think I've seen a total of maybe six I've episodes. Seen, maybe I saw another one. We're in there. Sure. Did you make an impression on you? In the house. Um, in the house. Looks yeah. in England, a real modern house. Yes. And people can either with their remember, memory. Yes. Oh, yes. I don't know oh, if I saw that whole episode. Oh, that I like that one. I don't. I don't remember. I should have shown that one to my wife because I had her watch one with me last night and the pig. No, I didn't. I skipped that one. 
We Wait, went. Can we, you jump out of order? You can. They're, yeah. They're totally Stand unique, alone. totally independent, standalone. Yeah. You don't have to watch Actors them in order. Actors aren't even no. the same, as no. far as I know. No, they're not. But my wife thought it was a little too. She didn't say dark. She she said sharp. Mm. It's like mm. uh, the modern day Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. But oh, in a each way. one's yeah, independent. But, I see. Uh-huh. She doesn't see them as. But they have a twist. She doesn't see them as mm. hopeful. And I think that she just. Kind of well, that's the way thing. she's wired. She yes. likes, yeah. Happy ending. And yeah, I like that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm cruising through that series. And I've kind of restarted uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Oh, Who'd my you see? favorite. I watched him a couple, and I've watched six over the weekend. I, Who'd we, you see? Okay, President Obama. Awesome. That, good. that yep. one. Um, uh, Stephen Colbert. Funny. With, with the beard? I don't, because I'm not crazy his, about Colbert. But well, prior to him doing the show. It was before that. Before. Uh, it doesn't speak, matter, I don't like And it. also uh, Trevor Noah. Saw Trevor Didn't see Noah. that one. It was good, and that was prior to him doing the show. Surprisingly good, Sarah Jessica Parker. I didn't see that one. It was it was actually pretty good. I've seen, uh, seen Don Rickles. See, I've seen that one. I've seen Bill Burr. Wasn't very good. And I love Bill Burr. He's my favorite. Saw Kristen Wiig. Did you see I Larry see David? Kristen Wiig. I saw George Stephanopoulos' wife. Um, I don't. I can't remember her name. I'm Wait, not sure why. Jane Stephanopoulos. Did you see Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks? Yes. That's funny. Yeah. Who else did, did I? Did you see Chris Rock? Oh, I, uh, Jim Carrey was the other I saw one. David, oh, I saw David Letterman. I saw yeah. Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm holding off. Sometimes I'm more interested in the car than I am the person he's oh, interviewing. Oh, I can see. That's funny. I could care less. Well, I like, no, he matches the car, the he personality matches, of the car yeah, and yeah. the age of the car is usually the same as the It's guest. a good series, though. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, mm. I saw, what's his name, who played Kramer? Michael, Michael Richards. Richards. Yeah. yeah. He's funny. What, what I like yeah. about that, the, it's 17, 15, 17 minutes long. That's it's right. not a big Quick. commitment. Right. You know, it's like, ah, yeah, I'll watch one more. Then I ended up watching three more. And Michael Richards was almost like, geez, I'm trying to give this guy a break because his career just came to a like crashing in halt. the toilet, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it just, it just stopped. He oh, had and, some anti-Semitic And it was a little bit of, you know, let's go over that, let's talk about it, and it just didn't. He's finished. After he made some racist remarks from the stage. Yeah, he used the N-word yeah, from the repeatedly. stage and mm-hmm. just lost it. Well, almost had an outburst. He had an outburst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember what he's collecting every year in royalties? Oh, God. Tom. Think? Mm-hmm. Millions? The Larry David one is funny, too. I haven't seen the Larry David That's one. a good one. You'll like that. Anyway. Because Larry's persnickety about what he eats, you know, and he's, like, almost OCD about stuff. And... He impresses me as being that way. Mm-hmm. Well, All right, let's get out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Fritz. Good job. Always filling in for uh, Pinkman or Jack. We appreciate that very much. Uh, hopefully, Mr. Pinkman will be with us tomorrow so he can explain how he broke his foot. Phillips File tomorrow starts at 3, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Sealane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. So, tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.
night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.